is good to be a gangster. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another B-side episode of Headlong into Monsters, the ADHD of horror movie podcasts. We are the gruesome twosome. I'm Raul, the monster slayer, coming at you from beautiful Tooele, Utah. And with me, as always, is my co-host, wonderful shit, is my... So close. <laughs> is my wonderful co-host from down in Arkansas way. Barely Ashley. Ashley, how the hell are you? No one, not a soul on this earth better call me wonderful shit. <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> well, we had you had that guy message you on Twitter. What was it Twitter? He said hi, sweetie, or whatever. It's Oh my god, no, it's Slasher. Slasher. I joined the app Slasher <laughs> under the recommendation of <coughs> Mr. Dave Dr. Shock Becker. And it's really been just a bunch of guys messaging me saying hi, honey, sweetie, baby, weird things like that. Hey, <clears throat> sweet cheeks. Sweet cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe stop doing that. I just I don't like that. Generally, (laughs) none of those are my name. (laughs) My name is your profile picture to me, and then they won't message you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, thanks, Dave. God, that's what I've been doing: fending off fucking weirdos on Slasher. You know, I had Slasher for a while, and then I logged off when I bought a new phone, and I never logged back on, so. I don't think you're missing much. Purely for the podcast, and then that's limited at best. Yeah, I hear that. <clears throat> um, well, on this side of the reel, we talk about horror lists and horror happenings. On the B side, we try to keep things spoiler-ish free, at least if we're going to talk about a movie that's within a year of its release. So stay out of the water and get ready to sweat and join us as we dive headlong into monsters. This is episode three of the B side, and today we'll be covering our top 10 summer horror Mm. movies. Uh, But before we get into that, Ashley, would you care to introduce our lovely guest for this episode? Yes, I would care. No. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So with us, we have <laughs> Mr. Monsters and the Mosh Pit. Did I do that correctly? That's our, yeah, that's us, yeah. I always want to say Monsters in the Mosh Pit, and then I envision the Universal Monsters, like, in a pit. That was kind of the idea, and then, like, the acronym didn't make sense, like, when we were, like, I don't know, like, going through and, like, talking as casters to each other, and they're like, whoa. Monsters and the Mosh Pit makes more sense because we're covering a movie and a metal album. Yeah. Okay. I, I just, it was three to one. I lost. So <laughs> it, it does make sense, but the other one is like kind of fun thinking about it. Anyway, so I know you from Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. So, Mr. <laughs> I just fucked that up. I should have said your name first. It's a Greg Bazzelli, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> no one needs to know that I'm Greg Bazzelli. They can just they can just know that I'm just some random guy that you guys met on the internet and was like, yeah, yeah, he can come on the show. It's fine. Don't worry about it. To be fair, most of my friends are random people I've met on the internet. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> it is true. I'm not good at making like in real life friends. 
<laughs> What's life even? True. <laughs> so I, I did have that like existential crisis when the used posted that their album was 20 years old. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? <coughs> yeah. I'm not 17 anymore. This is fucked up. Yeah, see, you guys call yourself the elderly emos. I think I feel I'm older than both of you, um, you know, and I'm still trying to get out in these pits and, and be part of the 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 new like metalcore scene with Florida Shore and all them. Like, I can't, I can't handle that. Oh, to the hellfire, baby! Yeah, we went and saw Lorna Shore and Carnifex and Suicide Silence, Quantum Burning Body uh, last month. Probably. I so I saw I saw your post on Facebook about how uh, the stars were bright. Those are my boys, man. I, I love a pond of burning body. I, I got to thank you because I I heard about them a while ago, but listening to your podcast and you talk about them every now and then, I thought, oh, yeah, I forgot about a pond of burning body. And for, I think, the past month and a half, um, sometimes just driving around in my work truck, I will blast a playlist that's just a pond of burning body inspired. Yeah, they're so, so man, I... I, I don't know how I even really found them. I think it was, I heard Texas Blood Money somewhere. It might have been on uh, Liquid Metal on Sirius. And I was like, wait a minute. What, what, fly got me. Like, what is this? I need to know more about these guys. And I started seeing that their their albums were like based around like movie titles of like Rodriguez and stuff and Pacino. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. I really got to find out what's going on with these guys. And I've been obsessed ever since. Yeah, they're freaking sweet, man. I love those guys. The music, the music is like face meltingly awesome. It's beautiful. But, but you also have that Latin flair with like El Mariachi and stuff like that. And the the album Straight from the Barrio has like some awesome like you know San Antonio Latin metal. It's just dope. Yeah, man, I I love it. Freaking, if you like the like a little bit of that Spanish flair, like that Latin type music in your metal. Uh, do you know a band called El Nino? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I know El Nino. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, like Ramon Ortiz, like you know Ramon Ortiz. Uh huh. Like SOA, like that. That's if we can get. I, I love Latin metal, man. We can get into some Sepultura and you know some Soulfly. Pu- oh Puya. yeah, do Soulfly. And do a little Puya. Yeah, we can, we can talk all day about. It. <laughs> that's that's my thing. I so I was hoping that like if you ever wanted to do like a uh like a, like a collab episode on your podcast or something we could talk I, I was i don't i'm not quite sure what movie but i was definitely thinking uh the album confessions by el nino i, I was like let's let's do that album yeah and i guarantee dave or andy hasn't heard that album so that makes perfect sense <laughs> dave kind of <laughs> dave kind of pisses me off man Dave always pisses me off. I don't know if ninety percent of my, our episodes are me telling Dave to shut the fuck up. <laughs> so when, when he was talking about how he's like, "Oh, I'm just glad that Iowa from Slipknot's over." Like, oh my gosh, what? Like, yeah. I want to punch this guy right in the face. You should. There's a there's an insult coming. I just, <laughs> actually, just before we got on here, I posted uh, our our latest episode nine, and there's an insult in there that I think you'll approve of. It has to do with the sadness. We'll put it that way. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. You got to watch that. It is my on my list epi- of things to do this weekend. Like, if we did a crossover episode, like, my... 
like metalcore was when I was like heavily Christian. So that was when all of the Christian metalcore was out, like un- uh, not under us, <laughs> like Norma Jean and the Chariot and Zayo and all this stuff. So that's really all I like dipped my toes into. So we would have to watch like the Passion of the Christ and then talk about like <laughs> the Chariot. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm down for anything. My, I have a funny story about Norma Jean. My, my sister went to this uh, revival, like, <laughs> concert thing. And they were up really close. And she said that the next band was coming on was Norma Jean. She didn't know who they were. And my sister's not into metal at all. Okay. Yeah. Zero metal at all. Like, her favorite would be, like, Bon Jovi if rock. <laughs> so, and she's down there, and she's, like, up against the railing. And Norma Jean comes on. And I don't know how she missed the sound check, but she said and just started and she lost her mind and like had to like run out. (laughs) I always found it the most funny thing in the world because I just, I think it's great. Yeah. Like the chariot used to just set their shit on fire and like throw it into the crowds every night. (laughs) I don't know how I survived those days. Just like Jesus would have wanted. It's weird, isn't it? Thinking back now, I'm like, that's really weird. So it's weird. I, I know you were talking about that album that came out 20 years ago, but we all know that this is the real album that you were talking about. Oh god. No. No. You love no. it. Don't act like no. you don't love it. He's trying to troll me with limp biscuit oh man i no i'm i always keep it rolling i don't know if you could hear that or not. please no i could i could hear it but i could i couldn't really make it out man i i don't give a shit who cares i love limp biscuit but i also love nickelback i don't care oh my god i'll have to disagree on the nickelback thing oh my god <laughs> Uh, you know, I grew up with the Limp Biscuit part, so I'm good on that one. I do enjoy some Limp Biscuit. Three dollar bill, y'all, was a lot of fun. And uh, but, yeah, sorry, bud. Sorry, bud. Please no. Nickelback hey, Ralph, is like. Ralph, look at this photograph, okay? No. <laughs> Please. I used to put that on my selfies. Look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing like a behemoth hat right now, right? Not even. <laughs> I don't think I can talk about Nickelback. I'm not allowed. No. Okay. The fact okay. that that's even on this podcast now forever. What? Should we just get all of them out of the way? Can we get Sharks of the Corn out of the way? <laughs> Actually, go ahead and sing something, you know. Uh, no. Uh, what else, Raul? Let's say Dong 14 times. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then maybe maybe we'll find one one other, one thing else you know it's, it'll probably come up later and it'll probably be you know the thing but we'll, we'll go from there <laughs> or return to being dead we'll go from there it might <laughs> it absolutely will um well <laughs> okay well before we, I, I know we got a, our list to get into but before we actually get into that uh, I did want to do a little bit of listener feedback from our last episode, episode 19, was it? I can't remember. Uh, with uh, with our good buddy, Matt. Not nah, Matt, Mike. Holy Moses. Well, our good buddy, Mike. Uh, and 
Yeah, Mike Ma. And he, man, I loved that episode. That was such a great time. I love talking to that dude. He was so damn smart. And I did watch, finally, I rewatched um, Rubber with all of the stuff he was saying. And it makes that, it's like night and day difference. Like watching the movie with his interpretations of like the film in your mind. It's, it's like a different movie. It, it made me appreciate it so much more. Damn, that guy's too damn smart for yeah, it made me feel real dumb like <laughs> about the movie Rubber because I always like yeah, you know, I kind of dug it, you know, it was a fun movie about a tire, you know. But then he's like went, went into all of that, and I'm like, well, now I just feel like an idiot. So, thanks. what is an art house movie? It is. It's and, right and- up there with Midsommar. <laughs> 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 That was a sentence I was not expecting. <laughs> Rubber and Midsommar right there together. Together <laughs> in the same breath. I think, I think, uh, oh my gosh. Ari Aster's going to come for my head. You're going to give Matt Rawlings a heart attack. A fan is going to come for your head. Pastor mm-hmm. Matt. I swam I with the, the sharks. Did you? I know that he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't approve of swimming in the ocean. Nor and should I anyone. Did. I did it, and it was fun. Mm. And we did see a shark. Oh, what kind? It was a spinner shark. What? What is that? Did you say a spitter shark? A spinner, yeah, spinner shark. I thought you said spitter, like they were going to come up and they don't bite <laughs> or something, like the dinosaurs on Jurassic Park. Yeah, I thought for a second the shark came up to you and was like, spit in my mouth. It's just a typical, you can't see it. I'm not going to see that. There's no way. It's a typical shark. I did get um, almost attacked by a shark when I was young. It was two sharks. We were in Gulf Shores, Alabama. And I just see my dad on the beach, like, waving his hands at me to, like, like, frantically come back. And, like, a wave pushed me back up on the beach. And I look back there, and there's two fins. And like they're evacuating the water, but apparently it's hammerhead sharks come in sometimes to feed in the shallow water, so they weren't gonna like hurt me. But I don't want to take any chances. We're going to the beach in literally like six days. We're going to um, Outer Banks, and like I'm not going in over my knee. Sorry. No, it's, mm, mm, mm. I don't, I don't, I won't, I won't do it. It's, it's a, it's terrible. I'm, I, I don't know. You're a braver person than I, Ashley, but also very foolish. The sharks typically will only gather in like murky water, especially if there's a lot of like marine life in the way of like seaweed and like little fish. So the Gulf Coast, if you go toward like Destin and Panama City Beach, it's pretty clear. It's that like turquoise blue water where you can see through it. They typically aren't going to come up in situations like that. Hmm. No, still not going to do it. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hell no. No, absolutely not. But. Uh, it's, you know, going back to the listener feedback, I did yes. want to say, 
Oh, that's what that's right. That's what we were talking. I was like, what that is talking? that is where we started this conversation. Uh, listener Brian Scott said, "And rubber is a slasher, you sons of bitches." Ha! <laughs> he's a he's the man too. Isn't he? Everything's a slasher. I'm a slasher. You're a slasher. I love Brian Scott. That guy is amazing. Thank you, Brian. Yes, we do love Brian. I know we had some disagreements about Halloween, but that's behind us now. You're not going to like this opinion, but I I like Rob Zombie's Halloween. Sorry. (gasps) I have such high hopes for you. I like a lot of movies, though. Except for Maximum Overdrive, it's fucking terrible. I mean, it is objectively a bad movie, but I think that's what makes it fun. Yeah. Look, I'll, I, agree, I'll agree that it's funny at parts. There's <laughs> one-liners, but actually go back and listen to my Maximum Overdrive episode. You'll catch my understanding of why I hate it so much. <laughs> I will. This machine just called me an asshole. <laughs> yeah that, that's that's king too which, you know, <laughs> that makes it even funnier yeah uh brian scott also got a kick from you bringing up hauser from roseanne <laughs> i don't have any roseanne things to say this episode well that was your that was your one that was my one um also horror fan ryan said that he uh i'm about halfway through the episode and it's already a classic what a fun episode so far. Uh, Raul versus Monster and Bailey Ashley as always killing it. And Mike, Mom Thanatos was brilliant. Trust me, listen to this episode and gave us uh, three um, devil horn emojis. Thank you, horror fan Ryan. Yes. Love you, man. And then and then he also had a a, a, a little picture of uh dale from tucker and dale versus evil and he's like this is me listening to the new up to the newest episode (laughs) just a blank expression on his face i I mean i'll tell you mike was so damn knowledgeable and smart and insightful i'm not the only a lot of other people were just like i don't even know how to feel about this he he blew me away with his knowledge like a hundred percent yeah absolutely and his literature is very like knowledgeable too like he writes really well and by the way that that's a uh, i i mentioned that only because uh, we're still doing our giveaway uh he does write a book he has a uh he has a book that we are giving away and uh a, the only thing you need to do to be a, entered into a chance to win that book is uh tag either i'm gonna say either the previous episode so the one he was on or this episode um with the hashtag bloody books and you are entered into a chance to win a copy of his book signed autographed and personally inscribed to you within reason so uh, listeners anyone who wants to get a chance or wants a chance to win that book i don't know why i'm stuttering so damn bad go ahead and do that and uh you know you'll be entered as of right now we're giving away two of the two copies as of right now we don't have many entries so your chances of winning are pretty good just saying i'll enter if he'll do like the ninth grade library book thing where you flip to a page and there's just a random penis on it (laughs) i'll I'll see what he can do but i don't that would be awesome (laughs) 
Sorry. Oh, this is going to be like probably the explicit <laughs> show you have. <laughs> I apologize. I'm terrible. My, my, my wife reminds me all the time that I have a four-year-old and I shouldn't talk like this. I you also, and Quartz would get along swimmingly. <laughs> I mean, I have a six-year-old and I shouldn't talk like this either, but I do. <laughs> he, he either dropped something or was looking for something. He, he looked at he looked her dead ass and said, what the fuck? <laughs> And uh, she goes, that's a daddy word. We don't say that word. I was like, you say that word all the time. Don't lie to me. (laughs) You know, just this morning, my son came into my room and he said, daddy, are you tired? And jokingly, I said, yeah, I'm tired. Tired of your bullshit. (laughs) And my son, deadpan, looks me in the eye, says, I'm tired of your bullshit. And I'm like, oh, I'm a bad father. That's yep. awesome. You can start our own club. It's cool, Ralph. Don't worry about it. Sweet. Uh, Ashley, was there any other specific listener feedback you wanted to mention? Did you get some stuff? No, I think you covered it. And if you didn't, I'm sorry to whoever said something and I missed it. Yep. I mean, there was like general feedback about how other people kind of felt dumb, but there were that the, that was kind of in a long list of conversational chains threads yeah yeah i don't i don't really want to read all of that but no let's let's be proactive in keeping this show under four hours yeah 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 yeah. uh (laughs) (laughs) but real quick we can move into horror happenings and talk about what we've been doing or what we've been in taking horror wise Horror happenings! Homeboy Greg, as our guest, we're going to let Ashley go first. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I've watched The Last Drive-In every weekend. I didn't get to watch it Friday night because I went to see the black phone, which was phenomenal. Just the cinematography alone was well worth the watch. Uh, Dustin, my co-host and best friend, and I we're going tomorrow, like to the uh, like matinee show. Can't wait. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, there are some tropes in there that are overused, and it's fine. I liked it, but. <laughs> And then I'm going to go see Elvis because you know that's my dude. Yeah, I, you know, I, the second I heard about that movie, I'm like, oh, Ashley's going to be there. Yeah. Um, but I was kind of bummed out because last night, the last drive-in was like two of my favorite movies, Uncle Sam and Nightbreed. And I was like, well, shit, I missed the... <laughs> like, Probably the best episode of the season, so now I gotta rewatch it. So don't hate me. I've never seen Nightbreed. Oh wow. What? <laughs> It'll be a fun watch for you. Yeah. Yeah. Please. I, I'm excited to watch it because I, I went uh, so after my son went to bed and I had to do some stuff, I actually fixed up a, a bike for a coworker of mine who I'm I'm just gonna give him a bike because um well I have a bike to spare he could use one. So I'm just going to give him one. Um, 
But after I got upstairs and I was finally able to start watching some Joe Bob, uh, I realized that they're watching Nightbreed. I'm like, oh, I can't just come in halfway through. So I turned it off and I'm just going to wait until it is available for rewatch and then watch it then. Yes. And I get to see him next weekend. Oh, you suck. Yay. I'm excited for you, though, because I would love to go see that. And, you know, I'm excited for you. I'm going to try to take a lot of pictures within their, I don't know if they allow it. So whatever they allow, I'll do. You sh- I'm going to Venmo you like a hundred bucks so you can get me someone's autograph. Okay. All right. <laughs> you said, I don't know if you still want her, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. A- absolutely. Absolutely. And if it's more than that, let me know and I will Venmo you the rest because I need to have it on my wall. Who, who, who? <laughs> okay. Yes. What are you talking about? I want to know. Felissa Rose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's, she's great. Yeah. They've got a lot of people that are going to be there. I'm really excited about Friday night because they're showing Halloween 3. And we know that Joe Bob hates that. So it's going to be really interesting. And they're going to have Tom Atkins there, which is also going to be phenomenal. So. You should wear a uh, you should wear a mustache. <laughs> the stash. Yeah. <laughs> Just walk around screaming, "Stop it!" The entire time. <laughs> yes. Yep. I wish they were showing Night of the Creeps though, because that is my favorite Atkins film. I'll, I'll see that one eventually. Isn't that? Oh my god! Where he just throw me all the time every time he answers the phone. Throw me, yes. Nope, throw me. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Oh man, okay. I'm I'm so jealous, Ashley. I hope you have a great time. I hope it's bitching. I I, I just you. just just bring me back something, please. <laughs> you know I will. Sweet. Uh, is that all you've been doing horror wise? Yep. Sweet. Uh, Greg, what have you been ingesting horror wise? Well, um, let's see. I, I watched, I'm trying to catch up on a lot of the series uh, that I missed out. I quit watching horror for a couple of years when my son was born. So I missed out on quite a different, or quite a few different series, uh, like on Netflix and stuff, like Never Saw, The Haunting of Hill House, or Bly Manor, Midnight Mass, any of those like that. And I just watched all, I binged uh, Brand New Cherry Flavor. That was a lot. Of, I really, of course, now, is that is okay. is that one a horror? I, I I've heard mixed things about it. it I, there's horrific elements to it, but it's not really horror. Although episode four has one of the most unique sex scenes I've ever seen. Well, well I'm so. <laughs> yeah, just, even if you just watch episode four, it's it's, it's worth it for that five minutes. Um. And Rosa Salazar is absolutely gorgeous. So I have a, a, a five-minute sex scene. What are they doing it twice? <laughs> yeah, he gave her, he gave her the full eight, so it took twice. <laughs> That's what I I say a lot. Anyway, um, I watched uh, it chapter one and two again, um, which you can see. Maybe you can see. Can you see Pennywise over there on my chair? I can. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's actually a topper for my jeep um dustin dustin had special made for me 
from one of his clients uh, down in Florida made that for me. That's insane. So That's I'm going to make that on my Jeep is red. So I'm going to put it on my Jeep because he knows Pennywise is one of my favorites. I got the little, little guy behind me. But, um, uh, and I watched the 90 series again because I hadn't seen the, the 1990 it miniseries in a long time. And I forgot how closely they really adhered to the book, which was refreshing, even though it's not a great miniseries, especially the second half. Um, it was nice to see the, the adherence to the book. I know you're a book reader, so you probably appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's such a good book. I just re- I just finished rereading it, and I'm rereading The Shining now. Uh, but um, what else? Uh, I watched Hellbender from Last Drive-In because I really enjoyed that movie when I watched it the first time, so it was fun to watch that on Last Drive-In. I watched Midsommar again because, you know, I'm a glutton for punishment, and I just watched <laughs> that movie. <laughs> hey, I will give that movie some credit. It had some swing and dong in there. And that, I, that's what I thought of you when I watched it. Did. <laughs> I always tell Corpse I'm going to burn him alive in a bear suit. That's so. That's uh, well, well, maybe we'll talk about it somewhere in a little bit. Spoiler. Yeah. But um, <laughs> what else? Oh, you know what else? Yeah, well, I'll save the midsummer talk for later. Sorry. But um, yeah, but that's really about it. Um, we have I uh, be watching Black Phone tomorrow, and I'll be watching our next movie for our next episode, which is Stay Alive from 2006, I think. Uh, oh, is ter- that the one with uh, Frankie Nunez? Yes, yes. Hmm. Um, I won't say a terrible movie, but we'll say it's not maybe going to be my shining moment on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw that movie in theaters with the girl I was pretty serious with at the time. And I just, I do remember having fun with it. I, I, I haven't really seen it since then, but I remember I have it not seen it, it. So I'm going to watch it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be watching that. And uh, I have a lot of music to catch up on uh, a couple new albums that dropped from a couple different bands. And I, you know, I listen to music pretty much every day, all day. And uh, we're covering Ale Storm. You're into pirate metal. Hailstorm. Hailstorm. Yes. Hailstorm. 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 Yes. That's funny. (laughs) Yep. But that's about all I've been doing, really. Nice. Uh, I watched a movie that was recommended a lot for last year's viewing. A movie and and, uh, a movie from one of my favorite director, favorite modern directors, uh, Gigi Saul Guerrero. And the movie is Bingo Hell. I don't know if you guys seen it. Nope. It's on my it's on my queue though. Man, I loved this movie because it brought together and it, it pinned against each other two of the most terrifying forces I can possibly think of, which is the literal devil and an angry Mexican woman. <laughs> which is <laughs> close, right? Yeah. And Woo, I loved that movie because it has a strong like I love movies that have a strong sense of community and like like uh, kind of like when there's trouble, you circle the wagons, you know, you protect your own. Um, uh, a lot of 80s like kids on bike movies did are guilty of doing that, you know, uh, and when when you when I got to see that portrayed with like a old Mexican woman doing that with her community, I was like, yes, this is great. My people. Uh, and I, I freaking loved it. I loved that movie so damn much. Richard um, Brayton, that isn't he? 
Yes, he is. And he is, as always, an evil son of a bitch. <laughs> he makes movies, man. Dude, yeah. Yeah, he did. And honestly, I think I, I after seeing him portray like such vile characters on film, I would love to see him portray like a very doting, maybe like a young grandfatherly figure. Because I, I'd like to see him like just try something a little different. Yes, he's really good at what he does, but I want to see what his extensive range is. Like, what what can he do? I, I be, like the farthest I've ever seen him like change course would probably be in his character on Doom because he's kind of funny in that one as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's still kind of a shit. You know, oh, like he's, he's talking he's about like what? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's talking about what he's going to do on vacation, about how he's going to grab like a bottle of tequila and three <laughs> she-boys and lock himself in a hotel room for the entire time and whatnot. Like I said, funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did go to the theater to watch Jurassic World Dominion. And I honestly don't know why people are shitting on the movie. I it's the sixth installment of a movie where giraffe, where dinosaurs exist in the world. Like it's it's it. Do you, do you want dinosaurs looking badass in the movie? That's what you got. Do you want uh, explosive action scenes with uh, you know lots of tension? You got that too. Did you want like? extensive character development with like really tight plot then you probably shouldn't be watching the sixth dinosaur movie like don't don't come, <laughs> don't come at me with that bullshit because it was exactly what i wanted and honestly out of this new trilogy it's probably my favorite i agree actually it was, it was one of the ones my wife and i actually went and saw together and she really enjoyed it and i i, I like the fact that they didn't pigeonhole the legacy car characters in because i know a lot of new films like texas chainsaw massacre is mm -hmm. holding these legacy characters in and you know i, I really enjoyed the the storyline around them. it wasn't it wasn't extensive or like groundbreaking but it was a good story still it was fun yeah it was obviously it was a great story in in my opinion and i i wasn't expecting anything new and i was just expecting to enjoy the ride and honestly the ride that i got was a lot more fun than what i was expecting in the first place so yeah, I loved it. Um, but kind of like you, I've also been watching or trying to catch up with some stuff because I have not been keeping up with like some horror TV shows. Um, and right now, Stranger Things 4, the fourth season is like the big buzz right now, but I never watched past season two. So I'm watching... <laughs> I'm watching Stranger Things right now, and I'm, I'm I started at season three because I do remember a lot of one and two. Um, so I just started at season three and working my way through, thoroughly enjoying the ride. Uh, I, I I I like it. It's a lot of fun. It seems season three is a lot darker than the previous two seasons, though. Like, just wait till you get to four. Oh, really? Yeah, it's awesome. C cannot wait. I'm excited. Yeah, I watched. Um, I watched the first episode of of uh, four, or the first of the second one that released yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, Nathan Bartabal from Phantom Galaxy just messaged me like literally like ten minutes ago and asked if I watched the final one, the final episode yet. And I'm like, no, be quiet, shh, shh don't say anything. 
<laughs> Nathan. Oh man, I love Nathan. Yeah, he's a great dude. Yeah, I it's gonna take me a while to get there, but I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Um, but that's what I've been watching. I did finish two books um from the last time we recorded. Um, I was talking about that book Clusterfuck by Carlton Melick the third. And it is, man, it's a weird book. Like there is a were jaguar in there. There is a, uh, a possessed, a demon possessed devil bride that's like infused with the powers of hell, fighting a giant mech suit from like made out of like 1920s technology. It's stupid, ridiculous. There's a guy that lactates out of his pecs because he like his frat brothers pulled a prank on him and switched his like uh steroids with um estrogen hormones and he now has boobies that he lactates out of but he doesn't know he has boobies he just calls them his super swole man pecs <laughs> it's it's a weird weird <laughs> book ashley do you feel like these sentences shouldn't go together <laughs> yeah, something is you read some weird shit. Yeah. Uh, I do love hearing about the books that he reads. Now, granted, I'll never have the balls to read them, but it's it's fun to hear what you read. I mean, that one was as as far as like this the 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 lunacy of that book was a lot more fun than like the other book I read by uh, the book's called Survivor by J.F. Gonzalez. And that book is about a woman who is abducted with the, by, by a group of men with the intent of uh, recording, producing, and selling a snuff film of her rape and rape, torture, and murder. And what she does to what she's willing to do to stay alive and to survive this or ordeal. And honestly, it was one of it's, it's still not long, although it's kind of a longer book than I usually read, but it was a harrowing read. There was no satirical nature to it. There was no comedy in it. It was very oppressive just based on, the nature of the book although thank god it actually didn't go into like descriptors of the things that happen um it kind of cuts into like a lot of it is like they're getting ready to record and then they're cleaning up after the recording and they're reflecting on what took place but at, at one point um these guys absolutely fucking bru brutalize a young woman and her infant daughter and it gets so bad that as the, the the guy who was recording who's behind the camera um when he's cleaning up and everything he he thinks about what happened to these two individuals the mom and the daughter and he starts like he starts throwing up because of what he was re forced to record and Whew, it was a it was a hard book to get through, and I just finished it maybe an hour ago, and I'm really looking forward into something a little bit more on the comedic side. Um, probably gonna read I don't know something something else by Aaron Beauregard because his stuff's a little bit more satirical, a little easier to 
not take seriously regardless of how brutal it is so i don't know i haven't decided on my next book just because i need a i need a day off after that last one but we'll we'll get to it how do you have time to read all of this in like two weeks uh i sleep about four hours a night okay that's where you got me because i feel like to be optimized i need like 10 to 11 hours yeah, this is like eight hours and I still look like this. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, it's, I, I also have bags. It's just, That's I don't like know. A little exuberance in you there, Raul. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> You're glowing. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's just my, uh, my increased libido. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say it from seeing all the doms that you watch on television so absolutely that's that's how i stay youthful is i i get a healthy dose of uh visual dong we we figured it out he's a dong vampire this is why i'm aging at such a rapid rate <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird turn yeah it, it always does <coughs> oh mike miller's gonna be on the next lotc episode as well oh sweet okay so still in our guests just kidding <laughs> so after so after we record the i can cut this part out but after we record the uh the episode proper we can do a little thing for lotc you guys down yep <laughs> cool if ashley stays awake I know. <laughs> this is how the four-hour episodes, like, I don't know how I can get through them. I know. We, we reached our, our Contagion episode, and like, like I said, just posted, it was three hours and six minutes. And I was like, oh my, like, how could we talk that long? Like, period. I know. But yet, we've already been doing this an hour. Yeah, I just... So, yeah. <laughs> so, so, Greg, your, your episode with... Um, well, you guys did the Evil Dead, the the original, the remake, and then you did that. Um, was it the the EP with Slayer? Yeah, Haunting the Chapel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that was still around the two hour mark, right? Uh, I think I it was like say. thirty, like somewhere around there, two thirty, two forty five. Yeah, and All I, I like loved it. Thirty. It's like <laughs> I never shot for long format, and it just. I guess because we break down the movies like 100% in depth, like we spoil the shit out of them and go through synopsis and scenes and then we go through each song and mm-hmm. yeah. But I love it though. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad that someone enjoys it. Have <laughs> <laughs> fun recording it, put it that way. What I, I, I just, man, when Dave said that when, when, when you asked him about his total overall thoughts about the, the EP, I was, and he said, well, it was better than Iowa. Yep. From Slipknot. I was, I, I just, I, oh, I lost my shit. And I, Iowa was my, my favorite album from Slipknot on top of that. So it like, it tore a hole in my heart. And at the same time, almost <laughs> in his ass because I almost jumped across the table. <laughs> I don't know how you kept calm, dude. Like I'm, I'm going to go see Slipknot in October because they're coming with um, Crown the Empire and... Ice Nine Kills, they're going to be in Utah. That'd be fun. 
Oh, absolutely. I cannot wait. I, I've not seen Slipknot in concert in forever. Yeah, and so much fun. Oh man, I'm 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 so excited. But when he said that, I I I, I, I paused the podcast, your your podcast, and I had to calm down. Like like my blood was boiling. <laughs> yeah, imagine sitting across from him and looking at him in his big dumb face. Oh my gosh. Would have would have infuriated me. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why we started the podcast though, because he never I mean he's a country bumpkin. I live in West Virginia now, and I'm, I'm definitely the outlier around here. <laughs> Put it that way. And for for him, it's like he's experiencing all this stuff for the first time, which is great because I know how I feel when the first time I hear uh, an album or the first time I watch a movie, and I just wanted him to be part of that because Dustin and I, we we both like are the same like we both enjoy metal we both enjoy horror so we talk about it constantly when dave's around he just sits there like a bump on a log and it's like he's a giant bump on a log he's six foot five and like 350 pounds but he's still a bump on a log <laughs> there's that <laughs> well, why don't you participate he's like because i don't fucking know anything i said fair enough so we're teaching him well god bless you man you are spreading the good word you're doing you're doing you're doing the you're doing god's work man that's right it's the gospel that's right Ooh. That's a good one. The new American gospel, Lamb of God. Idea for a show. Yeah. There you go. Well, now that we've talked about some listener feedback, some horror happenings, and as always, some random bullshit, um, should we, shall we, get into the list proper? Uh, we'll go round robin style. Actually, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go round robin style. And then at the end, I will read to you Two listener lists, one from uh, Mike, uh, our previous guest, and the other one from Horror Fan Ryan, uh, who both of them sent us their own summertime horror lists. Um, so we'll read that at the end. Um, do you guys have a preference as to who goes first? You know what? I'll go first because I, I rarely get to go first. <laughs> um, that's at your own choosing. I don't see how that's relevant. all right so starting off my and i i do have some extras if we if you guys want to what i at the end i have my gosh 12 extra movies what okay (laughs) i have none but no i i have three and i could add a fourth based off of one of the movies you said earlier that i forgot about oh okay (laughs) well uh i'm i'm so right now just starting off with my number 10 my top 10 summertime horror movies probably no surprise to anyone texas chainsaw massacre the original toby hooper i i i do kind of i do like watching the remake the 2003 remake with jessica biel but i mean the 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 toby hooper one you, you can't go wrong No, I, I enjoy TCM a lot, and I, I, I actually enjoy the remakes as well, and I enjoy the sequels, even part four, Dave Becker. <laughs> but uh, that's, a, that's a good pick. You can't go wrong with TCM. Good pick. Absolutely. So, sorry, I'm just, like, coughing my head off all of a sudden. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre just oozes sweaty – rotten disgusting summer in the south so yeah good choice i love it when you talk dirty 
<laughs> Summers down here are so freaking vile. I hate it. Like I'm dying right now. Disgusting. Okay. <laughs> what were you saying, Greg? So you just imagine what the smell is in that van. Oh my gosh. Gross. Yeah. <clears throat> plus, plus, you know, a lot of fans, they know the what what went into making the movie. They know that they use real foods under the heat lamps in the Texas sun. Um, we know that Gunnar Hansen spent the entire recording time or sh the, the shooting time in the same mon like gross ass suit that he couldn't wash ever. Um, so it just like it all knowing all of that makes it feel grosser somehow. Yeah, it's <clears throat> like I said, just full on summer, especially in Texas where it gets very hot. Absolutely. <laughs> Did they film that in the summer? I don't remember. Yeah. Thought so. Yeah, because all that food rotted and they said it smelled so rancid they could barely stand it doing those scenes. Yeah. But we are all thankful for it. Uh, uh, Greg or Ashley, which one of you guys want to go next? Greg, go for it. Uh, okay. Uh, this is a the newest movie on my list and I've already seen it three times um, since it came out and it is a uh, Taiwanese movie and I've already mentioned it once to Raul <laughs> since we've been on but it is uh, 2022's The Sadness Ew <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I'm a glutton for punishment, apparently. Uh, but this and we can't even talk about it. No, we can't. But we, I can say that it, it is um, brutal, horrific, a lot of fun at the same time. And um, I really enjoyed, like, as, as dark as the imagery is, it's still very bright, if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah. A lot of it is horror in the daytime, and it's not like it's it's like summertime when they're when they're filming it so yeah it's just uh i found like i found myself i watched it three times already and i i just can't get enough of this movie and i, I love zombies as it is and infected movies and this has catapulted to probably my number two favorite zombie movie of all time already holy moses that might be the highest praise i've heard of this movie like at all this is getting watched tonight i've i thoroughly love this movie you just you just rocketed this movie to the tippy top <laughs> of my watch list right now well uh, let me know what you think about it at least if I disappoint <laughs> you then that's that's your own fucking problem i don't know <laughs> i wasn't disappointed by it at all i thought it was a great movie um it's just like my sensibilities it was a little too much for me like the language you yeah. have to read it because it's subtitled so i guess if i just looked away from that and just saw what was happening on screen although and i can't talk about it there's some there's yeah yeah i, I, I can't talk about it but i, I think i know what you're thinking <laughs> I think you do. Like I said, there was an insult um, on on the last episode that was very reminiscent of scenes. <laughs> yeah. That happened. So. 
Yeah, yeah. On, on not on your episode, on on our episode, on on. Oh, on, oh that makes uh, more sense. In the mosh pit, yeah, yeah. There's an insult in there that uh, it was in text message and Dave and uh, and <laughs> read it out loud. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Yeah, about you're that. gonna have to. <clears throat> you please watch it tonight because I can't. Okay, man. I wish we could do like. I wish we had like a Patreon. We could post. We could post like, like maybe a twenty-minute short form review of like a like a like a modern horror movie with like full like within a year if it's released full on spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Man, we should do that for a Patreon. That's something we could do for Patreon. Anyway, we should think about that. Yes. Damn, that'd be cool. Um, yes, I will watch it. As soon as I freaking can, I promise. Dustin you. hasn't watched it either. I literally text him every day the sadness exclamation points like over and over again <laughs> until, he, until he watches it. Man, oh, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Ashley, what do you got? What's your number 10? All right, so this is also my... It's probably one of the newest movies on my list. It's from 2018, and it is the summer of 84. I first saw this on Shudder. And I just really, really liked it. And I really like, so Rich Summer is in this movie. Have you guys seen it? He played in Mad Men. Anyway, I just really like him. I have not seen Summer of 84. Whoa. Yeah, I haven't either, actually. Whoa. This was in my period of where I wasn't watching horror. So it's, you know, anything from like 20... 18 late 2017 through about mid 2019 i wasn't really watching horror because my son was just born and i just lost yeah. taste for it so it is in the vein of like the new it stranger things mixed with some true crime um it i feel like this movie is i don't know it's really good and i watch it often i i heard it compared to like what was it the clove hitch killer I think a little bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I heard it compared to that a lot, like in the same vein. And when I watched the Clove Hitch Killer, I was like, "Oh yeah, that was that was cool." But uh, eh, whatever, that's fine. Yeah, so, you're not gonna get like. It's not gonna be like super horrific. It's just got a good plot and some great actors and some horror elements to it. It's good. The okay. Clovage Killer is more like a uh, thriller, drama thriller, I would yeah, say. Yeah, it, def- it definitely was. I mean, it kind of rode that line of a horror, but it wasn't, yeah, it, 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 was, it was fine. It was fine for a horror, or not horror, it was fine for a thriller, drama suspense but it was marketed as horror um and i i think that that's what i had a problem with it so because of that i wasn't in a super rush to you know watch anything that people were comparing it to so but i i'll based on your recommendation i'll give i'll definitely give this one a a watch i'm writing all these down yeah i just added it to my queue on letterbox because you know you sold me with the the idea of like stranger things and, and it so Oh, yeah. If you like that kind of stuff, I feel like you're really going to like this. Yeah, I'm totally down then. Sweet. Um, well, my number nine pick 
is it might be one of my newest ones i'm not entirely sure when did this movie come out 2018 yeah i think it's one of my newest ones it's um self-aware horror slasher comedy set in the woods and it's uh you might be the killer okay with uh allison hannigan i love that movie yeah it's great uh solid movie great gore it's stupid funny and allison hannigan is a total babe like i had a the biggest crush on her when she was willow and buffy yeah um i think i i I credit her by starting my infatuation with redheads but (laughs) i i just love her so much so the fact that she's in this movie as like the surrogate audience character just made me love her all the more. I, I love it. So that movie, I would say, is an honorable mention for me. It did not make my list, but I love that movie, and I've watched it over and over. I, I thought it was super clever. I really love this movie. Yeah. I'm the really premise is really clever. It's really good. Yeah, I love, I love how, well... I mean, we can do an episode on it, but yeah, I just, I just love the movie. It's, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> I just some of the phone calls and shit when. Yeah. She's at the the shop and like people are like walking up and she just like gives them like the, the evilest look like what. I I love like because she's working at the video store and I love how she is. Like, did, did you guys pay attention to like the videos and the advertising, the posters? in yeah. those scenes because they're they're so good like i'm like oh i love that movie <laughs> i try to do that with a lot of different things where i like look in the background to see if there's anything fun or or unique back there like easter eggy mm. but then i i always find myself doing that and then i'm like well fuck i just missed part of the movie yeah i do that too that's why that's why you got to try everything twice right ashley nope <laughs> <laughs> okay corpse all right uh greg what's your number nine okay my number nine is from the year of my birth 1982 and it features one of the most iconic slashers of all time friday the 13th part three shelly I love Shelly. Yeah. Shelly's the whole reason why Jason has a mask, man. Right. I don't have that one on my list, but I guess that would also be an honorable mention. I had a lot of trouble with the Friday the 13th series or franchise in general because I want to put all of them on here and then that would be really boring. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I did too. (laughs) uh, Because that's typically, I love watching Friday the 13th in the summer. Like, it's just one of my. Yeah, I will watch it just back to back to back to back. I'm on with you. But part three is my favorite um, of the the movies. So that's why I went with part three. Man, I love love your pick. Woo! Love it, man. (laughs) Come on, the eyeball scene. (laughs) <laughs> that, that eyeball scene is like so damn cheesy in the best way right he's just <laughs> like look upon when she came i have warned thee so everything about that movie is it's uh, like i say this a lot but you know, I, I i on my cast i say that things like feel like home yeah that's one of those like when i put that movie on i just feel like i'm home 
Oh, absolutely, dude. It's 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 a comfort movie that you, I can put on any damn time, but there are definitely certain parts of the year where it has to get watched. <laughs> For real, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Let's see. My number nine is Sleepaway Camp Part Two, Unhappy Campers from 1988. Why did I not put the original Sleepaway Camp? I was with you, then you changed. (laughs) Yeah, no. I find this one to be funnier. It has a lot of, like, horror references in it, where she dresses up as, like, Freddy or Jason. And uh, there's a lot of gore, and I just like this one better, so. Yeah, your episodes were good on it, too. Really enjoyed them. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I... Man, I... I can't fault you for that, Ashley, for picking number two. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I, want to argue that, but I don't know what to say. That's the thing. (laughs) Well, Sleepaway Camp could be on my list higher. It's not, though, but it could have (laughs) been. Okay. (laughs) That's the best Uh, justification I've heard so far. Yeah. It could have been. It's not, but it could. <laughs> yep, that's Ashley for you. This is what I deal with every time we record. <laughs> okay, okay. Would you rather have her or Dave? Oh, Ashley in a heartbeat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, so my number eight. It already got mentioned, Greg. You son of a bitch. It's Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Oh. Like mine, bro. Like mine. Shelly. Yeah, I love Shelly. I love the biker gang. Um, I I love the the axe to the to the mask to the side of the head. That's just like a staple of what he looks like for the entire rest of the series. Yeah. Oh man, it's just that. I, I mean, the other two movies walked so that number three could run. I mean, I can't argue with your pick, obviously. <laughs> I love it. Such a good flip. That and part where he spears her to the or spears the dude to the to the wall with pitchfork and like, mm-hmm. like even just some of the stupid 3D gags, like when they're in the street and like they it was a, a baseball bat, like the kids are playing and like they sh- shove it at the screen, like stupid stuff. The Shelly throwing the wallet. <laughs> yeah. Takes the, the, to the get yo-yo. Right. <laughs> the yo-yo. Like, oh, even in not watching it in 3D. I love it. Like that's a good pick. I man, there like how how is that girl going to even think that Jason Voorhees is Shelly? <laughs> like that's obviously not the right body type. You know, Shelly ate some anabolics in the in the shed and you know juiced up with the Bane serum from Batman. I guess <laughs> shaved man. his the, head. Mm-hmm. I don't like know. the fro wasn't even there. Like what is he I love his fro. Yeah, he Shelly would have had to go from Raul to Greg. <laughs> yeah. For real. <laughs> oh, listeners, Greg just took his hat off and he is quite bald. Cue ball. Cue ball. Yep. Looking sexy. Yeah. And I'm Raul has a very curly fro. Very curly. Of. I'm very jealous of his fro, to be honest with you. Most people I shaved my head when I was 20. Damn. 22. 22. Yeah. I, I shaved my head for like a for like six months, and then my wife's like, "You look like an idiot." 
my wife's the reason my hair fell out. So. <laughs> there, are, there are there are uh, girls at my job that are jealous of my hair. They're like, ah, oh, it's it's so unfair, and I'm like, what can I say? I'm Those just gifted, box, bro. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right. uh, number eight. Whose turn is it? It's Greg's turn. Oh, is it mine? Oh. Well, I'm going to go with a 1975 film that's probably everybody else's number one, but it's not mine. And that is Jaws, 1975. Uh, I mean, Roy Scheider, Richard Dreyfus. come on. Like, I'm just going to be bitch. honest, that did not make my list. <laughs> oh, wow. I figured you guys would like have it like all the way at the top. And I'm like, yeah, I do love it. I'll be watching it on Monday as typical July 4th watch for me. But yeah, you know, it's... Uh, that's probably the only time of the year I watch it, though. I watch it on July 4th, and that's about it. And I know it's a lot of people's favorite movie or in their top five. It's not even in my top 20, but it is in my top 10 for summertime or so. That's fair. All right. Full disclosure, I am going to change my list right here on the spot because I'm not going to have you take two of my movies right off the bat. <laughs> that is cheating. Did, did I? Did we really come that close together on that? Yes. Oh my god, you dick! <laughs> Look, we don't share these lists. I, if I'd have known, I could have done one of my honorable mentions up there. You know, because I, I mean, one of my honorable mentions is Piranha. I could have, you know, switched them in and out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Absolutely. I, well, um, here's the thing, though. I have, like I said, twelve essentially honorable mentions. So I'm just gonna swap that out real quick. <laughs> I'm ahead. <laughs> do you want me to do my number eight now? Yeah, 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 go for it. Okay, so my number eight is a 2010 movie. <laughs> okay, this is one of my favorite movies ever. It is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> Son of. I knew. <laughs> That's the one he just changed it to. <laughs> he probably, yeah, he's like, I just put that on there. Change no, this again. is like one of my favorite movies. It's so good. And I work at a university, so anytime I see the college kids there in my head, I'm just like, college kids. <laughs> this is the one that he mentioned earlier that I said could have added to my honorable mentions. Yeah. And I love Tyler Labine or Laban, however you say it. I don't know. I say Labine. I have a huge crush on him. It's because he's chubby with a, with a beard, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, wait, a minute. wait a minute, if we're talking chubby with a beard here. <laughs> you found you found it. You found what I found your market right here, buddy. Right. <laughs> but I love how <laughs> this movie is so stupid. And like just from the beginning of it to the end, everything is just stupid. Just stupidity throughout. They don't know that those kids think they're some like bumbling hillbillies in the forest they just bought a new house out in the country or in the forest and they just want to enjoy their vacation home which is a death trap but my favorite part is their ever optimistic take yes on everything that's happening they're just the most happy-go-lucky little dudes ever yes and i'm like i live in west virginia that's not how they are but Oh no! <laughs> but I love those two dudes. I, I, why am I drawing a blank on what's his name? 
Um, Alan, Alan Tudyk. Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. There you go. Alan Tudyk. His his accent is so funny to me because it, it like it feels forced, but like at the same time it like it's like over the top rednecky. So yeah, I'm, yeah. And I, like when when the cop comes up and he's talking about the wood chipper, I lose my. <laughs> <laughs> he just threw himself in the wood chipper. We've had a doozy of a day, officer. Lose my shit. I swear to God. I love that movie. That that wood chipper scene is my favorite. When he tries to pull the kid back out and then it jams. Are you okay? <laughs> we got these college kids killing themselves all over my property. <laughs> Suicide pact. <laughs> but look, here's here's the thing. Here's my notes. I crossed out that movie and then I crossed out that movie. Oh my God. <laughs> my gosh. You too. I can't cross mine out. Mine's tight. <clears throat> oh. This is um, all professional. Well, no, I'm just a super nerd. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. <sighs> well, moving on to my number seven. Or ish her fourth choice number seven. <laughs> my yeah, my number seven third string pick <laughs> is a uh, predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. No. 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 It's a sweaty movie. It is it very is. sweaty, and it makes I, me sweaty watching it. But testosterone and muscles. <laughs> have you played the game? Which one? Predator. Uh, I played a, I played uh, <laughs> Alien versus Predator, like it's the like, old NES game. Oh no, this came out a few years ago, and like you play as a team of four, and you go to the base, and you're like trying to get the supplies out, and another person is playing as the Predator, and they can you gotta like try to kill the Predator or get out on the chopper. Get out on the chopper. I was gonna say I, if they if I would ever play it and they don't say get to the chopper, then I I turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've never played that game though. Ashley, is it on? Is it on PlayStation? Yeah, I think it's on everything. Hmm. I'll have to look for it. Although I, I still haven't bought Evil Dead the game yet. Ooh, <gasps> I played that last night actually. Yeah, you gotta get that game. Wait, Greg, uh, wait, what did you play it on? Xbox Series X. Thank you. Yeah, I'm an Xbox boy. Losers. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, you're you're outvoted, Ashley. It's mm-hmm. two to one here. <laughs> Xbox. Where's Corpse at? Damn it. Ashley, I swear I'm this close to kicking you off the podcast. Xbox can suck it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, my my <laughs> Need a button. Wow. Tell, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> all right let's keep going <laughs> keep moving here <laughs> all right so we're going i didn't even get to talk about my movie i just said it i mean i don't even remember what it was now like predator right yeah was, i was, went <laughs> i immediately was, was like immediately no and i knew <laughs> ashley was gonna have a problem with it because it's probably not horror to you and granted it's probably isn't horror but when i was a kid this movie scared the shit out of me like that one scene where the guy's his the back of a head explodes oh uh, and like gushes blood all over the camera from that angle when oh, they get it's, to his yeah camp and his camp is just loaded with bodies 
Yeah, when Billy gets his spine ripped out. So oh, that's what time to bleed. That's what one of the moves is. The predator can rip your spine out. I bet if Ashley was in the jungle being chased by the predator, she would think it was a horror movie then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably because I'm in the jungle and that's scary enough for me. <laughs> I'm more worried about cannibals than I am predators, but you know, either way. Like, I would be more worried about whatever kind of bug is inhabiting the jungle at that moment that's either near my body anywhere. Cannibals will see my fat ass be like, we're going to eat for a month, boys. <laughs> Today we feast. <laughs> but, like, what, what other, like, sort of iconic modern-ish horror monster is there than, like, the xenomorph and the predator? We could go... That's a broad topic there, bud. I mean, we can get into monsters as in, like, supernatural monsters or, like, you're really talking, like, alien spectrum, like, sci-fi monster-y, but we can go, like, even, like, supernatural, like, terrifier style and, like, what things that could actually happen monster-y, too, so. I'd say more of, like a like, a creature feature because they're definitely not human. Uh, creature feature wise, I'd have to sit down and think about it because I'm maybe like the witch from Slapface, but she's not like iconic. But that would be like kind of creature featurey. I haven't seen it. No, she's kind of creepy looking. <laughs> okay, but I mean, no priority rental. I mean, people that haven't ever seen the movie. No, like they could look at the predator and be like, "Oh yeah, isn't that that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever?" Like people who haven't never seen the movie can reference "Get to the Chopper," you know, or the or the meme "You son of a bitch." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I just love it. I love that movie. We'll just mute Ashley on that one. She she don't get talked. Yeah, I can I can just kind of edit her no out. <laughs> Hey, that's censorship. <laughs> we're, we're against that on these casts here. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Greg, what's your seven? All right. My number seven is a 2019 film that's already been mentioned and I said would come back up later. And it's got my girl Florence Pugh in it. And she's so pretty. I love her. Um, but this is Midsommar. This movie is hauntingly horrifically beautiful oh yeah so good got it right here for five dollars off amazon wow it's a good deal you gotta follow the broke horror fan on twitter because he posts them all the time like when horror movies go down real low on amazon he'll post them and then i'll just snipe in and get them that's that's i bought hereditary for five bucks another one of his films but Mm -hmm. that's oh man uh so I was talking to, to Dustin about this last night. He came over and we were talking. I said, so I've seen Midsommar, you know, a couple times now. Like I said, I'm a glutton for punishment. I forgot there was a blood eagle in it. Mm-hmm. How did I forget there was a blood eagle? Me of all people. <laughs> you know, I, but you mentioned that on your podcast. You were talking about, I cannot remember what episode it was. You were talking about um the the blood eagle and you failed to mention that it was in midsummer and i'm screaming at my headphones it's in midsummer i completely <laughs> forgot 
and like I was talking to Dustin, I said, "How the hell did I forget that?" He was like, "I don't know," because it's like iconic. I'm like, I remember the bear suit. I remember the <laughs> the weird like 17 women in a circle screaming at each other, crying, and how like horrifically like beautiful and scary that made me feel to to see that passion and all that. I said, "Forgot the fucking blood eagle." Did you remember the dong swinging around? How can you forget that beautiful thing? I mean, he was very careful. He's not careful. He's very comfortable. Yeah, I man, he just at one point he grabs it and like he like runs with it. And I'm like, let that beautiful beast fly. Yeah, you gotta let that flop around, <laughs> baby. Use <laughs> you gotta use it as a divining rod, it'll lead you to safety. <laughs> But there are so many subtle nuances in that film that make it just so much fun for me. And like, it's so brightly lit and yeah. it's obviously it's about summer. So uh, it's just like, just little things like the little snapshots that she sees in, in like different things that only she sees or when they're sitting at the, the table and they're eating and it looks like the, the meal is breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then, and I'm like, does anybody else see the meal breathing or is it just me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my trip a little bit. It's just I, like I said, I'm a glutton for punishment. Midsomar 2019. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it. And there's a blood eagle in it that I'm dumb and forgot about. I <laughs> that's one of those um as corpse affectionately calls it artsy bullshit movies that we don't put on very often. Uh, we still gotta do one of an episode about that. It's I not know. a feel good movie by any by any stretch of the word. But no, I I fucking love that movie. I think it's so good. I agree. Okay, so my number seven, we're on number seven, right? Yeah. My number seven is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, two thousand three. Whoa! You know the original Whoa. did not make my list because <laughs> it's just things that I like to watch in the summer, right? Yeah. But I really like I don't know. I really like this movie. It starts off with the van and they're playing Leonard Skinnerd and it's just like I don't know, like music like that reminds me of my dad because that's what he listened to. Like he was very much of the 70s classic rock era and it just makes me feel like home even though it's a really bad scene and everything. It just makes mm-hmm. me feel good inside. It's got a good cast in it too. I, yeah. I really like the twenty, the uh, two thousand three version. Yeah, yeah, I, I really like it too. Especially those uh, low rise jeans that they made Jessica Beal wear the entire time. <laughs> I used to have the figure of Jessica Beal like running away, but I must have taken them down and replaced them with something else because I don't. I have I had her and the sheriff and Leatherface and oh, that's like, really cool. Marlon did those back in like like two thousand three, two thousand four. So I the mean, sheriff is one of my favorite things about this movie. I can remember his Arlie Emery? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I love him in almost everything I've seen him in. <clears throat> He's, you know, he was just a, a random military drill instructor and like stumbled into acting and they're like, just be yourself. Just be an asshole. And he was like, I can do that. <laughs> He's like, can do. <laughs> He's just really good at it. I got you. I mean, I even like the one from 2006 because of him. So yeah, like I, I like I said before, when Raul mentioned, I, I really like pretty much all the 
all of the sequels and reboots. Even, I mean, 2022, it was, it was okay. I just really didn't like the legacy part of it. Yeah. I still, I still rate that one a 9.5. I've watched it five more times since I talked about it on that episode and my rating hasn't come down. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say the same thing I said to Ashley. You're going to sit here straight in my face (laughs) (laughs) that that legacy character in the 2022 version was not a misplay. Oh, he is going to. Oh, it was absolutely just shoehorned in there because of the success of Halloween 2018. But that didn't make me hate the movie any less. And she I also mean, has apparently super human strength. I thought that was cool. I was like, whatever. <laughs> I'm along for the ride. Look, the gore, and I, I, st- I think I still gave it like an 8 or 8.5. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I still really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was just yeah. the legacy character that I was just like, oh my Okay. I will say that if the movie didn't end the way it ended, and I can't say because obviously it's with an year of its release, but let's just say it ended a little shockingly. And if it didn't end the way it ended, it probably would only be about a seven and a half for me. Yeah. Okay. The ending did, it felt good to that. But I want to say about this movie. Good. (laughs) It felt good to me. It felt good. Um, the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I feel like, is very, like, effective in the scares. But if you want to see, like, a masterclass and trailer Ooh. production, watch the trailer for this movie that came out before the movie. It is so effective. It doesn't tell you anything. And it's really scary. Yeah. The teaser oh. trailer. The so teaser trailer. It's as good as the Pet Cemetery trailer, is what you're saying. Oh, God. (laughs) There was a trailer last night when I watched the black phone for a movie that had to do with, like, vampires or something, and it told the entire thing. I was like, well, now I don't need to watch it. You should have taken headphones in and just covered your eyes. Uh, just... I don't remember what movie it was, but we went and saw a movie, and I hadn't watched anything for Halloween Kills yet. And we went to see a movie, and the Halloween Kills preview came on, and Dustin was sitting next to me. He was like, "Oh God, Greg, close your eyes!" And I'm like, "What do I do? What do I do?" He was like, "Get up, run out!" I'm like, oh, "Fuck, I'm I'm done. I'm ruined now." Is he running out? Ah! I would I would do that. I would do that. Yeah. I'm just sitting there vibing. I'm not gonna move. I'm just I happy. Can, see, I, I like to I like to put my headphones in, blast some ice nine kills, and just kind of you know si- quietly headbang to myself while um, until, oh, the, until going the feature on. film goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right, ADHD. Let's go. Sorry. Number All six. Right. My number six, and this is kind of where I started taking a little bit of liberties with what some people would consider like a summer movie. But this film still feels very deserty, very hot to me. And it's a lot of fun. Like when I think sun, you know, when I summer, you know, the it, it, it's sun time, it's fun time. You set the projector out in the backyard and just have like a really fun time watching movies with like family or friends. And it's probably something that, you know, you can introduce to non-horror fans and hopefully they'll still get a kick out of it. So my number six pick is Army of Darkness. Oh, that's cool. 
By the way, do you guys not have mosquitoes? Mm, I mean, we do, but we have bug zappers too. Like, there's electricity here in Utah. <laughs> there's no amount of bug zapping here that would get rid of the. Like, if you go outside, you're gonna have like thousands of mosquitoes swarming you. Actually, the more you tell me about where you live, the more I question your sanity because you choose to live there. I know. I've just always lived here. But they will literally, we say they carry you away. They're so thick. If you walk outside at nighttime here right now, you can move your arm like this and just knock out thousands of mosquitoes. Would, would you say they're thick with two C's? They're thick. Yes. I can't say it like you do. Yuck. 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 <laughs> so there is no backyard movies here. <laughs> wow. Anyway, proceed. That was a good pick. I love that movie. Army of Darkness, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Army of Darkness. Exactly. Where the mosquitoes are thick. Yeah, because it is like a kind of an intro, you know, intro horror movie to, to a lot of people. And uh, it's plus it's hilarious and it's got the chin in it. I mean, mm-hmm. Sam, Sam Raimi goodness. Yeah, you get that. You get that iconic line. Hail to the king, baby. Yes. And the monologue of the, the boomstick and that mm-hmm. one. It's just, yeah. Shop smart. Shop S smart. Listen you got up. that. <laughs> so, everything about that movie is great the necronomicon pick up uh, closing up yeah <laughs> plot to parada oh crap <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm watching the evil dead series again too that was that's that's kind of one of my like my treadmill ones or like what i like i just need a quick 25 minute or I like to watch those again because they're fun. They're uh, fun. I really yeah. like them. Hundred percent, man. Absolutely. I love Pablo. Right. Oh, he's my favorite, dude. Anytime he talks about his his uh his his tío who's a brujo, and then he becomes a brujo, like man, I love it. <laughs> As my little Mexican friend would say, I need a poor favor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. I freaking love yeah. that show, dude. Uh, Greg, what's your number six? Well, funny enough, my number six is from 1981. Can you guess what it is after talking about Army of Darkness for a minute? Did you put I Evil mean, Dead? I did. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Evil Dead. I did. You guys are like freaking in sync over here. We are vibing. like You are vibing together. <laughs> Oh man! Do you remember? Uh, did you guys watch True Blood? No, I yeah. didn't watch True. Well, Never. damn. There's a there's a season where like a witch comes and takes over, or something. Maybe it's not the witch. It's the. I don't know. It's a, a a thing, and like they all sit out in the yard together, and they're like shaking uncontrollably. The very definition of vibing. <laughs> oh, that's where you were going. I thought, I thought we were still talking about Evil Dead. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Talk about I was you. waiting for like an Evil Dead connection to True Blood. I'm like, how the hell is she going to do that? Absolutely <laughs> none. <laughs> oh, Dave is the one you want to talk to about True Blood. Sorry for that complete tangent with Silas there. 
Really? So he's going to be able to correct me on whatever that thing was Maybe. that had the shaking orgies outside with people. Maybe. I, it was just a surprise to even know that my co-host David actually seen True Blood. Like, <laughs> well, oh my gosh, what? Yeah, didn't even know that was a thing. I was like, okay, I didn't. Probably because there's titties in it. That's the only thing I can think of. Sorry, there's a lot of nudity in that movie. Not movie, TV show. It's a lot. It's gratuitous. Yeah, that Joe Bob would say. I didn't think it was gratuitous. I thought it was um, usable. <laughs> now, what? What's her name? The chick from um, X Men is in that movie, in that show, isn't she? Anna Paquin. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, maybe I'll have to watch that one. I'm not sure, but yeah, Evil Dead. 1981 uh it's great fun um one of the things we do a lot in the summer uh for my family is we go to tennessee and stay at a cabin so um uh, kind of fits because that's literally what they did tennessee and cabin so yep you're dead that's uh close to me tennessee yeah we usually go to uh pigeon or is it pigeon forge yeah that's where a lot of people go yeah we stay right outside of it usually Yes, that definitely qualifies as a summer movie. It did not make my list, though. What the hell? There are a lot of movies I like. Anyway. <laughs> her, her list went from 10 to 20, just in honorable mentions. Yeah, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, real, real quick, um, True Blood does have quite a few uh, sexy scenes with Deborah Ann Wall, who's the uh, sexy redhead vampire. She gets turned to a vampire. Jessica, yeah. And a- another one that I attribute my uh, strong affection for redheads. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number six. Don't, don't get up and walk around right now, please. <laughs> Yes, I couldn't if I, I I couldn't even if I wanted to. <laughs> All Anyways. right, number six for me, it's Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. I always like would bring this one to the lake with my friends and make them all watch it. I don't know why this one specifically, but it felt like a good lake movie, and it has the scene uh with crispin glover and he's like having a seizure while dancing (laughs) yeah (laughs) and the guy and on the way there they're like in the back and he's like my computer says you're a dead fuck and there's (laughs) and the dude he's just playing along he's like really like what (laughs) dead fuck yep My favorite part about that scene, like as, as they're going to the cabin, is when when he like puts his information into this fake gas computer in front of him. Yeah, yeah. And then he reads like he he looks at this the screen, quote unquote, computer screen, and has this look of like, oh, I got some bad news. Then the what's his name? Crispin Glover. Glover. Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover looks at him like, well, what does the computer say? Exactly. I'm like, is there something here I don't know about? Oh my gosh. Especially back that far in the 80s. Yeah, because a computer probably would take up their whole car at that point. (laughs) A true blue computer. 
But it also has one of my favorite kills in it where Jason, like she, they're up in the second floor and he takes one of the twins and he just throws her out of that second floor window onto the car. Yeah. I love that kill. The only thing I don't, I, I love the twins in that movie for one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the only thing about that kill that gets me is the, <clears throat> sorry, the, explicit use of a stunt stuntman yes <laughs> yeah stuntman wearing a, a, a nightgown <laughs> you could really tell <laughs> and yeah. also she must have been like like the character i guess must have been really heavy because those windows blew out like no one's <laughs> business yeah <laughs> i mean that car got wrecked this is a series I would just love to do a full retrospective on one day. I, like, I have so much fun with this series the whole way. Like, Me I, too. Absolutely. We, we probably will, Ashley. We'll probably just go through like, I don't know, five movies an episode and just talk about it. <laughs> All right. Well, when you do that, bring me on because I'm not Friday. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Five, Raul. All right. Number five. Uh, this is a great summertime movie. Kind of another intro to horror movies for the uninitiated. Uh, the Lost Boys. Oh, I almost had that on my list. See? God. Fair enough. I love that movie. Like it's, That's it's a one very of the first, good movie. Yeah. And it was one of the first movies I ever watched that was like, yeah, being a vampire is freaking bitching. <laughs> yeah. I just remember eating worms like that. <sighs> oh yeah, that's every time I think about this movie, that's where my mind goes to. Right, right to the the worms. Like, ugh. oh really? My mind always goes to Corey Feldman trying to talk very deep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I do, I do love. Uh, was it Ted getting uh, staked through the heart and dropped from the ceiling? I do mm-hmm. love love that part too. <laughs> I will. My life goal is to one day be as cool as that saxophone player. Yes. That dude is going to be at the drive-in thing next weekend. No shit. Yes. Oh my gosh. I wish I had like a, like a leather cod piece to wear. (laughs) We can get a picture with him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Is he going to be wearing that? Probably. Oh, that's so cool, man. Yeah, that that is my that's my number five. Uh Greg, what's your number five? <laughs> uh my number five is probably gonna be Ashley's favorite movie on my list. Um, just going off of her love of this director. And let's just say is I am devil, and I'm here to do the devil's work. <laughs> yeah what you talked about uh tcm being like just gritty and like sweaty and gross that's what i take away from the devil's rejects this is another one of those ones where shot in the south um takes place in the south as far as the the storyline goes and it is just gross and sweaty and mm-hmm. so much fun at the same time like there are scenes in this movie that just make me giggle like a, a little kid and i know that's terrible i'm a terrible person 
but with that said, I, I have a strong affinity for those movies. I have like a shrine over here. I don't know if you can't see it. It's a shitty thing, but I have like the the House of a Thousand Corpses screenplay signed by Bill's Mo- Bill Mosley. I have that's actually really cool. I have the Devil's cool. Rejects lunchbox, steel lunchbox, and shit. Yeah, it's just this is another one of those movies that I just oh my god, like it. I watch it in the summer and just feel like. I need a shower afterwards, and that's a good feeling. That's how I feel with any of his movies. I need a shower. <laughs> I love Bill Mosley, though. Yeah, he is He is the man. He makes those movies. Like, I can... So, of course, Corpse is going to love Rob Zombie and all of his movies, because he's an, as atrocious as the movies. <laughs> I like him already. Yeah. I mean, I honestly feel like you two would get along great just from some things you've said. (laughs) It's weird dynamic, he and I. I think we balance. I can't balance him out. He's just like who he is anyway. But I like of the ones I've watched, I would say I like this movie. Okay. So... (laughs) It's so so. The Devil's Reject is my favorite Rob Zombie movie. I, I think it's his magnum opus. Um, he's he's hit or miss for me. Like, I really enjoyed House of, or House of a Thousand Corpses. Didn't really care for Three from Hell. Um, I loved uh, his Halloween. Didn't care for the, his Halloween too. Um, I mean, he's he's hit or miss for me. But there's it, there's no in between. You know, I'll and I like Halloween or, too better. I don't understand you, Ashley. I, I don't either. Okay. <laughs> it's part I, of my problem. Like I said, I, I think it's just for, for this one specifically. I, you know, I, it's on my top 10 movies of all time as, as it is, but wow. for summertime movies, it's just a great, sweaty, gritty, bloody mm-hmm. piece. Man. It really is. I love it when you talk dirty too, Greg. <laughs> Stick it out, man. I'll, I'll give you the luscious tones too. How's that? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ashley, what's your number five? My number five is Creep Show Part Two. Um, oh. This one features the raft, which is one of my favorite uh, short form horror, I think, ever. And also it features the, uh, I don't know the specific name of that sketch, but it's the Wooden Indian. I, I honestly couldn't tell you. What? 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 I, I remember the Indian. I just don't remember the name of the skit. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so, we're going to have to edit this. You know what's fun? I don't have to edit anything. <laughs> this is the yeah, first thing. yeah, that's my favorite part about guesting on other podcasts, because I'm like, oh, well, the recording's done. I get to go enjoy my weekend. <laughs> You guys are, uh, this is the first time I've had my cherry popped in a long time. This is my first guest appearance. Like, I don't know what to do with myself. Really? Yeah, it really is. That's That's... cool. We are doing that a lot lately, apparently. 
because everyone that I we get on, they're like, this is my first podcast or like guesting at least. I'm like, what? Like you sound so professional. Well, like, I mean, so good at it. for for uh, for Greg, he does have his own podcast. That, yeah. Which is, you know, anyone who d- wants to definitely check it out because it's freaking cool. But man, it, you're right, Ashley. We've been getting a lot of like, oh, this is my first time on a podcast. I'm like, I the holy damn, I didn't even know. Yes. Okay, so I've got it. Um, Old Chief Woodenhead. <laughs> um, <laughs> really? <laughs> That's an in-depth name right there, man. Uh, the Raft and the Hitchhiker. The Hitchhiker? The Hitchhiker, okay, is my top of the top short horror short film horror so it would be the hitchhiker and then probably all through the house that we covered in december mm-hmm. and then the raft but the hitchhiker has the one where it's like thanks for the ride lady anyway she was like cheating on her husband and hit someone and then it's awesome for the record old chief woodenhead is what i call my dick <laughs> figured <laughs> Uh, wow 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 on that note what is your number four (laughs) that's funny that's why i call my dick (laughs) nice see we are vibing (laughs) but speaking of overly sexual inappropriate things my number four (laughs) my number four is piranha three double d oh my god from 2012 i love that movie it is a splatter fest it's got boobies it's got blood it's got plenty of death it's got chaos and pandemonium it is like it's like what it's like the fast and the furious franchise of beastly freak horror movies i've never seen it wait you say there's boobies in that movie oh yeah dude lots of lots of damn boobies Never could have guessed. Never. Not and, in my wildest dreams. And I mean, at one point you have Ving Rames, who is uh, a lot of people probably know him from. If you've seen Zack Snyder's remake, Dawn of the Dead, he's the police officer, the black police officer. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you, you get Ving Rames like using a boat propeller as like a water chainsaw to just slaughter scores of these killer piranhas. It's freaking brutal. And then he gets eaten from like the waist down. He just becomes a skeleton and is sometimes (laughs) somehow still alive. It's so damn good. Like it's, it's one of those movies that objectively it's a bad movie. But I will, I will watch. If it's on, I will watch it. If I feel in the mood, I will watch it. It's, it's one of those movies that if it's, if, if I'm watching it, I'm having a good time. No, I, I actually agree with you. <laughs> I haven't seen it, and I guess I have to now. I always think that Alexander Aja directed it, but he directed 3D, not 3 double D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was 3D. Oh, but. <laughs> Let's, let's not get them confused now. <laughs> and it's so weird because, like, before that, I had known Alexander Aja from like 
from high tension and mirrors and whatnot, like these pretty like serious horror movies and then like Piranha 3D. And I'm like, what the hell is this even? <laughs> Mick Gareth does a good interview with uh, Aja about, about it. And he like, he talks about how they went like different script writers and all this other stuff. And he was like, at one point he was pitching like how he wanted to shoot the movie on a totally different script to the, to the representatives. <laughs> and they were all just nodding because they had no idea what he was talking about. Cause they were, they had read a different script completely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my that's god so funny yeah. uh i, I would have loved to have seen that you also get uh david hasselhoff is like i don't know the director of like this girl's gone wild type thing oh my I, god oh it's so uh, funny oh yeah that's that's i don't i don't know that, that movie i don't know that that's going to be up your alley Ashley, <laughs> uh, Ashley, you might hate that. Honestly, yeah, it's probably not gonna be. <laughs> I would still love to see your reaction to it. Just though. thinking about it. it. <laughs> oh It'd be a good double bill with Midsommar. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because let's. Let, I mean, it's a it's an art house movie. Piranha, Piranha, <laughs> Piranha Three Double there's D is an art house movie. Yeah, there's a lot of art in that movie. Mm-hmm. Right. By art, I mean nipples. <laughs> oh shit all right greg what's your number four uh 2017 the amazing bill skarsgård portrays Pennywise and it chapter one uh just a fun coming of age type of of movie that also involves a you know alien that preys on your fear and eats people so. yes <laughs> um but i just i, I can't get enough of like this film I, I love finn wolfhard in it um I just bill skarsgård's portrayal of pennywise is terrifying but hilarious and i i scare my wife all the time who's dreadfully afraid of clowns with all of my pennywise stuff <laughs> i always walk around doing the hello georgie and yeah, that was doing, really good doing that like really that. was good <laughs> like did. damn so it's just i a lot of fun um I, I like i said doesn't really stick to the book but you you look at what those kids went through in that summer and some of the the horror in the daytime elements of it and everything's so brightly lit when they're in the barrens and you know and stuff like that. it's just there's something about it that that makes me feel like a summertime like fun except for the opening scene with like georgie with the the rain but, you know, if you look this morning, it was like pouring ash rain here and now the sun's shining. So it's real similar. So I think the intro to that movie is one of the best introductions and opening scenes in history. It has the like it sets the mood so perfectly. Yeah, I so love it. Some of the CGI is still I mean, it's a little wonky even for 2017 when you go back and look at it. But it, I, I just I, I love the movie and I don't, it, it really feels like summer to me and I love watching it that's why I just watched it I literally watched it again two weeks ago so I've been meaning to rewatch it again it's, it's been over a year but I'm with you man I love that movie yes it's great Ashley what is your number four <clears throat> uh, my number four is Night of the Living Dead 1990 
which I think is Tom Savini's masterpiece. Like, I love this movie so much. I almost love it more than the original. Like, it's that good of a, of a redo. But Tom tells a story on um, Charles Band's new podcast that George Morrow actually approached him and was like, you want to work on Night of the Living Dead with me? And he's like, sure. He thought he was just going to be doing like some zombie work and stuff. He's like, no, directing it. So he was like really nervous. But he, George is like, I can't direct it because, you know, I've already done it before. And the, he'd already raised money for the project. And so Tom was just basically like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> so he was really nervous about it. But I really love this movie. And it has a badass Barbara in it. Yes, they really fixed Barbara's character for the remake, and I'm very grateful for it. Big time. And, you know, the cast is stellar in that, in that yes. remake as well. I mean, the cast speaks for itself, really. Yeah. And Tom Savini is one of my icons. You can see him right there. I was wondering who that yep, was. I see him. And that's that's the my sign photograph. And underneath him is the great Sid Haig. If you haven't listened to his podcast with Charles Band, listen to it. And also, uh, Bill Mosley did one with Charles Band recently, too. It's very good. I'll check that out. I've been trying to listen to all of Mick Garris's. I'm like about, I think I'm finally up to like 2021 on all of his. The man has like a thousand. Yes, he does. <laughs> so, yeah, I just mostly associate this with summertime because... I would watch it a lot in the summer. It's not specifically like something when I watch the movie, I think, oh, this is summertime. It just like being from a farm family and like living in a farmhouse before. I don't know. It just made me think of like summers with my dad. So I feel that. I, I, you know, I think that's the one cool thing about this list is we have all these different reasons why these movies mean summer to us and not necessarily. Yeah, the movies themselves. So, right. Totally cool. Absolutely. Uh, so, top three. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. Let's rock and roll. All right. Number three. My number three movie. And I had to include one of this nature because, well, I'm me. <laughs> my number three movie is uh, Killing Ground from, is it 2016? Yeah. Killing Ground from 2016. It's kind of an extreme brutal movie. It takes place at a at a campsite and some locals just kind of brutalize anyone who enters the campsite and it's at first it's a family and then it's a couple and we're, we we kind of get two different narratives. The the, the storyline overlaps. The timeline of the movie overlaps between what's happened and what's happening and it's a hard movie to watch because it's 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 played straight the horror is played straight it's it's in the daylight and it's 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 not fantastical like an 80 slasher movie it's just brutal because it's set in stark reality like this could happen and it, there's a there's a character in the movie that is 
it was just the same age as my son was at the time that I saw it initially, uh, roughly the same age, maybe about a year and a half difference. And when this movie was over, I watched it on my laptop the first time I watched it. When it was over, I closed my laptop, went to find my son, gave him the biggest, tightest hug I could absolutely give him without hurting him. And I just told him, I'll never let anyone hurt you. Like, that's the kind of brutal movie that this is. Wow. I would be honest, I've never seen it. So I just added it to my queue. So. And I never will. I'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> September's coming up, Ashley. Oh, God. Is it similar, like, kind of like the like Wolf Creek and stuff like that, like in that kind of vein? Uh, I, I'd say it's more serious than Wolf Creek because the what was it? Mick Garris, right? The, the main bad guy in Wolf Creek. He's like with his, oh, you know, like whatever laugh he does and the way he's portrayed. And he, he, it's hard to kind of take him seriously until things start going wrong. And even then, he still kind of plays like a over the top douchebag. But it's the brutality, the things portrayed in the movie, I'd say are kind of at that level if not even a little bit more to be honest um but it's just the lack of any sort of comedic relief that really puts this into the what i would call extreme and mean-spirited horror movie cool something i'll watch when i need to pick me up i mean i yeah for a (laughs) while it was honestly in my top 10 of all time just because of how it affected me I mean, you sold me, man. I'm gonna watch it for sure. Good, good. Let me let me know how you uh, let me know what you think. And Greg, what is your number three? Okay. Please don't give me any flack for this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, broken lizard movie. If you know those guys, uh, this is from 2004, and it is Club Dread. Yeah. This is so much fun. Like, if you want to watch a silly horror movie in in the vein of kind of like Tucker and Dale or, you know, along those lines, but, you know, set on an island like (laughs) (laughs) Scooby-Doo, then this is the movie for you. Uh, I mean, it's got Bill Paxton and all the Broken Lizard guys in it. And Bill Paxton is absolutely fucking hilarious in this movie. It's just... The kills are are silly but brutal at the same time, and it's just I I I thoroughly love this movie, and it you know it's it's at on a tropical island, so the summertime theme is there, and it's just it's, it's I watch it all year long, but I really love watching it in the summer because it makes me especially if I get just got back from a vacation, then it's kind of like I never left vacation because I'm still on the island with them, that kind of thing. So although I, I mean. Know, I feel I feel real bad now talking about Killing Ground and you're like Club Dread. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we were vibing and then we went two different directions. But we sure did, man. But I cannot. I mean, I can't disagree. That movie's stupid fun. Oh, so much fun. You know, speaking of things on tropical islands, I hope I'm not taking anyone's pick here. But it didn't make my list. But uh, it could have Jack Frost Part Two. I thought about it. No, that one. I haven't seen it. I have. It's <laughs> real bad. 
<laughs> I haven't seen Hunter it. Has some great music too, like all of Coconut Pete's music that they that they play throughout it. Or... Yeah, I haven't movie seen movie. that movie since it came out. I need to rewatch it. Oh, it's so much fun. When he, when is he it, it? I don't own it, but it, do you guys know if it's streaming anywhere? No, I own it, so I, oh, I, I, I'm not I sure. I I can't. I'm not allowed to buy physical media until I catalog all of my current physical media. Because if I come home with one more copy of like Mama or The Grudge. Who just sent it to me? You want a copy of Mama? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. I'll, 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 uh, I'll let you, I'll make a list of all my duplicate movies. And if you want them, they're yours. Okay. <laughs> co-hosts get all mine that's what that's what happened with me because i do the same thing like i don't know again i don't i doubt you can see it but if you look on my couch you'll see stacks of movies right there yeah <laughs> those are the ones that haven't made it into my actual like that's one of my stands and i just I, i'm having a lot of trouble getting things put away at the moment because i'm playing too much <laughs> yeah no i was there recently i sent uh, ashley a picture of like 60 movies that i'd bought over two weeks <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm Dr. Shock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's true, though. Ashley, what's your number three? My number three is Return of the Living Dead. Only number three? Yep. Shocker. I know, right? Number three. It's a three on my summer list. But it takes place on July 3rd, 1984. So tomorrow, I will be live tweeting this movie when the fun begins. And in the movie, it says it starts at 5.30 Eastern time. So that is when I will be live tweeting Return of the Living Dead. Very nice. This is not going to make it out in time to alert the listeners. <laughs> yeah, no, no one's going to know this unless but, they uh, know this. Right. But you guys do. Mm-hmm. So there you go. <laughs> awesome. It's not like a super, when I watch this movie, I don't just feel super summery, but it did occur during the summer. Yeah. I knew it was going to be on your list. Let's, 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 oh, yeah, me too. I actually, <laughs> I wrote it down as your number one, and then I had to change it. <laughs> That's awesome. Send more cops. Mm-hmm. Well, so my number two is Sleepaway Camp. The the first one. You pussed out and put the first one. Hey, I love the first one. Are you kidding me? That (laughs) ant is the funniest thing about the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, you got any chips in there? Oh, yes. You'll find a whole bag. She's a psychopath. Yeah, she's a lunatic. Isn't that nice of me? <laughs> I tied this string around my finger so I wouldn't forget. And then she forgets why she tied a string around her finger. She's so over the top. It's so funny, man. I love that movie so damn much. And it's it's set in an active summer camp, not like pre-summer camp or an abandoned summer camp. Like, it's summer camp. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a classic in the, in the horror annals. So yeah, and Felissa Rose, I love her. I love her so much. 
I always love introducing awesome. that movie to people to just get that reaction of the final sting. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And that movie has, say with me, everyone, Dong. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, today. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I wonder if like listeners play like a bingo of what we're going to say. Like, yep, they're going to say this today. <laughs> That's why I try to get them all out early. That's why I mentioned Sharks of the Corn and Ashley singing Dong. <laughs> early for everybody. That's it was right. a drinking game. They were going in hammered. Yes, they uh, were. Which I guess is the best way to listen to these episodes. <laughs> That's the only way. Probably. I, you know, I <laughs> finished my customary podcast drink that I always make for every podcast on one. So I just I just drink water. Well, you know, I, I'm you know I like to consider myself an amateur bartender, so I like to make myself <laughs> a mixology drinks. So we oh, have. Re- we had a, a similar a version of the Long Island iced tea today, except for we made it with the Diet Sunkist instead. So that's cool. Yeah, that's all. I was real real inventive today. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is your Greg number two? Okay, another sweaty movie for me. Um, I'm listening, and this is the oldest movie on my list, uh, 1954. Uh, the amazing, amazing director Alfred Hitchcock and James Stewart, Grace Kelly, and Wendell Corey's. Oh my god, I love James Stewart! Oh, and him in Rear Window, which is the movie, he is just nutty. Like, yes, it's Rear Window is everything about I just bought it on 4K, it's over there, uh, or UHD, but everything about it, like the you feel like you're in that apartment complex in the middle of summer, right? And it's so mm-hmm. stuck there with his leg up in that gross plaster cast. And you can just imagine it itching <laughs> and smelling. And it's just and yeah, so much fun. And the, the apartment complex itself becomes its own character with all the little unique people that are in it. And the fact that they shot it on a lot, like in a building, like in a warehouse building, and they still make it feel so warm and i.e. Augusty. It's just so much fun. Like I just I know I, I sound so like generic and say, well, that movie's fun. But it's like it's intense and it's clever. And it's Alfred Hitchcock doing some of his best shots with perspective. I mean, this this movie studied in like like actual classes for the perspective that it shows and, and how we mm-hmm you view things as the character we don't know anything about you know the characters other than what james stewart's knows in in the movie which is kind of fun because then we're going along for the ride as well we never leave that perspective and uh it's you know i I, at one point you know i had a cast on my hand when i was a kid during the summer and like it reminds me of that point in my life where like i felt like james stewart because i couldn't go out and like go to the pool with the kids you know and stuff like that but uh yeah rear window love it i did not even conceive of that coming up in this conversation me either (laughs) but that's awesome it's one of my top 10 movies of all time actually i love james stewart and rope oh yeah another classic but also, of course, it's a wonderful life. <laughs> different horror movie of a different subject. <laughs> yeah. 
Ashley, I cannot roll my eyes at you any harder than I am. Ashley, I think you're the one that you love Christmas movies, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Except Hallmark stuff, no. I hate Christmas movies. Well, that's insane. I'm not a fan. I'm not Christmas in general. That's insane. Insanity. Well, my birthday is December 21st. So, oh, that sucks. So, it's ruined your entire life. So, it kind of ruins Christmas for me. So, ever since I was a kid, so Halloween's always been my holiday. Plus, I'm, as, as they call me around here, I'm the edge lord. Yeah, whatever. I've been called that before for some <laughs> like, reason. Like, I, why is it an insult? Like, it feels like an insult, right? Yeah. But wait, it's an insult? <laughs> It feels like it when they say it. They're like, oh, Greg's like an edge lord. I'm like, just because I, you know, I wear, you know, weird 1980s horror movie t shirts and shit doesn't make me an edge lord. It's the area you live in. <laughs> I'm sure. Because here it is very much like that too. So I'm being strangled by the Bible Belt. Yeah. So being strangled by wrong turn. Yes. Appalachia. <laughs> You know, I almost put wrong turn on my list. Really? Yeah. It's a sweaty movie. It is a sweaty movie. <laughs> and I like it. Okay, where are we? <laughs> no, it's Ashley. Ashley, what's your number two? Oh, okay. Number two. Friday the 13th, part two. That's probably, I think number seven is on my top ten of all time. But this is the one I most enjoy watching in the summer over and over i just really like amy Steele, and like (laughs) the main counselor i don't remember what his name is but he sits around the fire he's like i'm gonna give it to you straight about jason Mm -hmm. and he's like talking to them and i don't know why but pastor matt that guy reminds me of you I'm sorry, I don't know why. But I when I see him as a compliment. It is, because I love <laughs> <Okay>. that guy. <laughs> I just don't know why. Anyway. And then the, the kids are like uh they're like going into the woods too far to, to find Camp Blood or whatever. And they get caught. And then the police is like, Are you gonna punish them? And he's like, Jenny, just tell them no seconds on dessert. Oh my gosh, that's right. And it has the best kill of Mark getting a machete to the head and then falling down all those stairs in his wheelchair. Yeah, they, they did that practically with that dude. That's uh, I thought that was actually kind of fun. Yeah. Down the stairs. That is awesome. And it's Baghead Jason. So Baghead Jason, yeah. I just really love that movie just the ambiance of the movie just puts me in the spirit of summer and I hate summer. So it takes a lot to get me there. <laughs> I think the only thing about part two is the way that, that the very ending and spoiler alert, the way, the way it ends with, with her putting on the sweater and Jason. Yes. Yeah, it's, yes. It's the, I think that's the part that gets me the most. You've been a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, that's my number two. I wanted to put all of them on here. Honest to God, when we talk about summer horror, that's really all I watch. I want to watch Friday the 13th front to back as much as possible. 
Well, it's interesting you say that because I was kind of with you on that one. As I was making my list, it was really hard to not make a list of top 10 summer camp movies or top 10 summer slasher or, or slasher in the wood movies or top mm-hmm. 10 cabin in the wood movies. Yeah. You know, like it was really hard to kind of branch out from these, I guess what people would call like horror cliches and whatnot. But, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm happy that we that we have some of them filtered in there, but I'm also happy that we branched out and brought in some movies that like people are like, why the hell would that be summer? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's good. Yeah, absolutely, man. And keep that in mind. Oh, because we, I'm sure Ashley and I both know you're number one. <laughs> My yeah. number one, John Carpenter's a thing. <laughs> God. Call for, the, for all the reasons I said in the last episode, how summer, I mean, and Ashley, you said it, you get sick of summer, you hate summer, and summer gets hot, yeah. it gets oppressively hot. Yeah. Sometimes you don't want a summer movie where you're you're hot and right. where you're 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 looking at other people's sweat because you're already got some swamp ass going on, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you don't want that sometimes you want a movie set in august that's cold as shit yes yeah yeah well I, and yeah I, I i shouted out to you and i said that technically it says it takes place on the first day of winter right mm-hmm. yeah, first day of winter in antarctica would be the first day of summer for us exactly so technically it's a summer movie it is a summer movie it takes place in the summer like as far as you know, the summer months go in North, in North America, but <laughs> that is my number one pick. I do have another number one pick because I figured Ashley would be a little upset if I <laughs> if I if I earnestly used the thing as my number one, which we all know it is. Yeah. But I do have another one, <laughs> and it is uh, the. Uh, feature film culture shock which i guess is kind of an episode from the into the dark series um on hulu uh directed by Gigi saul guerrero and i've already mentioned her on this podcast um and it takes place on the fourth of july it talks about I, I think i've talked about it on this podcast before it just talks about the what mexican immigrants kind of go through as far as adapting to uh, American culture and whatnot. And it, 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 oh, some yeah. of it's satirical, some of it's very serious, but all of it is earnest and heartfelt. And it really does a good job depicting it. And I love that movie. It's in my top 10 of all time. And it's amazing. As far as like her debut feature film goes, she knocked it out of the freaking park. So... Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say that was really early for her, too, if I remember right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I can't, like, I, I, I'm not quite sure how old she is, but she's not a, she's like a young director. Mm-hmm. So this is very early in her career, and she's just going to, like, she's she is someone to look out for, man. Uh, she, I, I keep bringing up McGarris, I'm sorry, but she had a really good interview with him on uh, the Postmortem podcast as well. Oh, did she? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm going to have to check that out. He's a, that's the one thing I like about McGarris. His movies aren't great by any stretch of the word, but he is such an advocate for horror in general. 
and uh, especially for uh, ethnicity. Wow, that's, that sounds really intelligent there. Ethnicities <laughs> in horror, as well as um, female directors, and I just I love that about it. Yeah, absolutely, man. And and Culture Shock does have Barbara Crampton in it, so you you know there's that. Yeah, that's always a bonus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't go wrong. With- I gotta put it on my watch list. I, I honestly, all of that series on Hulu was pretty good when you think about it. Like, wasn't oh. Puka part of that series too? Yeah, and I really like Puka. I mean, it was a little hammy, but I mean, it's, that's a lot hammy. <laughs> well, I think Puka too was just like stupid. Like, we get it, the internet, blah blah blah. <laughs> some of the, some of those uh, Hulu series, the the Hulu Into the Darkness series was pretty good. I really enjoyed it, or Into the Dark, whatever it was yeah i i loved it man so that i mean my my personal pick would be the thing and my serious pick would be culture shock number one well i'm okay with you picking the thing Woo! it's okay (laughs) (laughs) ashley you break my heart every time you just say it's okay i liked the movie it's like when your wife tells you you're you're allowed to do something and you know you're not allowed to do it but she said you were so you're gonna do it anyway even though you're gonna get in trouble when you get home yeah pretty much (laughs) i mean my so morgan morgan refers to ashley as my podcast wife yeah (laughs) that's funny dustin is mine (laughs) that's funny dude that's yeah. hilarious. All right, Greg, hit us up with that number one. Uh, I I pulled the I pulled the Raul card and I went with my heart and I went with my my number one horror movie of all time, which is Shaun of the Dead, two thousand four. Yeah, yeah, I uh, love that movie. I do too. <laughs> it's it's my absolute favorite. Uh, you have the Romero esque zombies and you have the the satire of everything involved and you have some of the most brilliant one-liners uh yeah just it's so good simon Pegg and nick cross as as a duo are to me like laurel and hardy (laughs) you know what i mean i just yes fucking love those guys and edgar wright has really never steered me wrong as far as his direction goes and yeah when you put them together it's just well, put it this way. It's a slice of fried gold. <laughs> uh, I'll, dude, there's so many things about that movie, The Shaun of the Dead. Everything from like the beginning where we're just going through the motions from the day before. It's like everyone's dead and there's blood all over the place, but Sean doesn't even notice. Yeah, that walk from his, uh, his, his uh, house to the shop, that's so good. Mm-hmm. So to to the uh, what's his uh, his stepdad turning off the radio in the car as a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> That's not oh, your movie anymore. That's not even Philip. He reaches up and turns it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great, dude. That movie is perfect. Some of, just some of the shit that Nick Ross says in that movie, just, like it just. It gives me the giggles and then i sit there i think dave becker said when he watched ghostbusters uh, the first time and he heard the 
Yes, it's true. This man has no dick thing. <laughs> yeah. how, how everybody laughed for like three minutes solid after that. It's kind of like me with this movie. Like I, <laughs> I probably didn't hear or understand the whole movie for the first three times I watched it because I laughed so hard. Yeah, it's hilarious and very well made. Yeah. I love British humor anyway. Me too. I grew up <laughs> like I grew up in the country where you got like I don't know, three channels by Antenna. And one of those channels was always PBS. And at night they would play BBC sitcoms. So I grew up with Are You Being Served type humor. So (laughs) I love that show to this day. Like a weird six-year-old girl watching a freaking 70s sitcom from Britain. (laughs) <laughs> you could have been the weird six-year-old boy watching cannibal holocaust like i was oh my god oh well, yeah damn yeah <laughs> no wonder i'm so messed up moses <laughs> yeah my mom let me watch a lot of horror movies that was never one of them she was a slasher through and through like she loved slashers and yeah, my uncle was uh he was a he's still a huge horror fan and when him and i get together back in ohio that's what him and i talk about mostly and i would just watch whatever he was watching like i a bad taste i first saw when it like first came out on video when i was that's a, a movie too. kid and like just all stupid shit toxic avenger all the trauma stuff he was really into back then and mm-hmm. uh, faces of death i remember he ordered faces traces yeah he ordered traces of death which i didn't even know was a thing and I still really have never seen it other than at his house that one time. And it was worse than Faces of Death. But yeah, Traces of Death. If you ever get a chance to look that one up. Writing that down right now. <laughs> that is so weird. So when I was growing up, my family owned a lake house. And like me and all my cousins would go. And then if you go into town, there was like a little video rental store. And we would always rent Faces of Death. <laughs> and I don't know why that's not on my list. That would have been a good one to put on my list just because of those memories. Yeah, that's that's the epitome of summertime horror, right? <laughs> yeah. Faces of death. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to go to my number one now? Go for it, Ashley. Do considering you? considering your number one is not Return of the Living Dead, I am very curious. That's what <laughs> I was gonna say. Do you want to take a guess? I I don't even know. I, uh, let me see. Um, so I know it's not Jaws. Uh, I don't know. Nosferatu? <laughs> okay, no. My number one summertime movie, and this is because it's so very personal to me, is Puppet Master. Son of a bitch! Um... Okay. I I wanted to pick these movies during my birth or my birth month, my birthday month um because like the puppet master movies along with like the return of the living dead, like they were such a big part of my childhood, but I just couldn't do it because my dad had freshly passed away. It's still pretty fresh. But this movie is summer to me because In the summers, I got to spend a lot of time with my dad because it was no longer the every other weekend thing. It was like he got me several weeks at a time. And so, you know, we would rent these a lot. 
and I'm trying to like push down the crying right now. But Raul and Pearl, I guess Pearl commissioned it, but uh, he created this like beautiful work of art for me that depicted like summertime with my dad. It had he drew my dad and he drew me sitting in front of the store that we would always go to. And there was a Puppet Master VHS sitting next to me and we were eating ice cream. And it was just like, I, when I, I did not know that was coming, by the way. So when I opened that box, I was like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> I was not expecting anything from anyone. I cried for like five hours straight. That was not, <laughs> that was not our intention. No, like it's good. <laughs> Like, and it was, like, seeing my childhood, like, put out on, like, someone drawing that, like, that so, like, accurately, I don't, I never would have expected that in my entire life. Like, I cannot believe someone did that for me. Like, I could never thank you and Pearl enough for that. But, yeah, because of that, this is going to be my number one summer film of all time wow that's fucking amazing like good on you man that was that's amazing like i'm so happy to hear that so <laughs> now that i've ruined everyone's day no you just, <laughs> you just totally made mine better because it just shows that there's still some hope for humanity <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i I posted the picture they made me on Twitter and Facebook. If people are hearing this and thinking, wow, I want to see that, just go back a little bit in my timeline. And you can read it. And then there's a blog I wrote that the, I'm guessing they got most of their ideas from. Mm -hmm. And he took, like, the picture of my dad and, like, super accurate looking for the age time. It was just crazy. Like, everything about that was wild. It was actually really hard to depict that without asking you for more information that might give away the surprise. So I'm, <laughs> I'm really glad that you liked it. I was wondering one time you would ask me, like, what specific ice cream did you guys eat? <laughs> I was like, uh, why? I wanted to ask why, but I did not. I was like, maybe he just likes the details. He's writing a book. Yes, yeah. about my life. But yeah, so that that picture not only like touched my heart, but my family, like my aunts went crazy over it. Like they were like, I remember your dad. Like this makes me remember him picking you up. And when he would bring you down, he would carry you like into granny's house or he would like pick you up and take you to the store. Like, like all of them were like shook by it. Anyway. I'm really glad they like it. Literally, right now, I'm like, I'm like, I got goosebumps. Like, you can see the. <laughs> <goosebumps on that. laughs> yeah, I'm really trying not to cry. So, wow. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. thank you. Honestly, so, that that makes it a, very worth it because I started that project probably three or four times over because I'd start something and I'd sketch it out, and then I'd start implementing some details and some color and then i'd hate the way it was turning out so i'd scrap it and i start again and i probably did that until i came up with the final uh, idea but once i got into it i realized or uh, once i was putting in the details on the color um 
it and it's I, I drew it digitally yeah um and i'm not very good at that i'm not adept at that and it's my first digital ever commission i've ever done oh wow and it was really hard to the point where because I, I still learning the tricks uh, to the point where it took a lot. Some of the things I wanted to do took so long to do just because I didn't know how to do them that uh, there was a few times where I'd stay up until two in the morning because I didn't oh want to stop God. working on it right now. <laughs> like at that point, I didn't want to stop working on it. Um, and uh, honestly, just just knowing that, you know, you and your family enjoyed it so much, it, it honestly makes it worth it. So. Yeah. Like they were like, it took them back to that time too. Cause I, my dad's the baby of the family of nine children. And like, for some reason, when I was born, like I just became the it, <laughs> like grandchild and uh, niece. So I don't know, like something just that time period and I guess everyone's life was just very special and it like took them back to that. Well, your number one wins. So yeah. I win something. Yeah, you you won best best number one. Finally. Sure. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you. But really, this is like the most special movie to me. I, I want to get a tattoo of, like, I was thinking, like, maybe the box art of the VHS somehow, but, like, as a memorial tattoo. That's got to master. Just that'd be dope. So. I think the man to do it is, you know, on the cast with us right now. So. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I, I wrote that down. In the wrong pen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, but did you guys have? I know Ashley, you didn't have any honorable mentions. Greg, did you have any honorable mentions? Uh, the only two other ones I had that I didn't already mention because I mentioned Piranha and then I would have added Tucker and Dale if I would have, have been smart enough. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but the other, only other one was Cannibal Holocaust and uh, Green Inferno. Yeah. And, right. What's wrong with me? Two cannibal movies that are basically identical, but uh, they, uh, I don't know. There's something about being in the jungle. And uh, I, I watch a lot of the movies that portray heat in the summer. And I don't know why, but I do. And Cannibal Holocaust was, you know, something I saw when I was really young. And then I was really, really excited for Green Inferno when it came out. And you know, I like Eli Roth anyway. And I knew the story was going to be centered around the same story, similar to Cannibal Holocaust. So I was really excited to see it. So yeah, it's a good movie. I like I like both those movies too. Although Cannibal Holocaust, the whole animal torture thing, that, yeah. that's a little hard to watch. Yeah, I usually fast forward through the animal torture parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, it's you know, and it has Cannibal Dong in it. So it sure does. <laughs> and non-cannibal dong. And, and non-cannibal dong. And I guess I could have added cannibal ferox in there too, because that's another one. I used to I used to get them confused when I was little, and I used to have to ask my uncle which one was which. And he is described it as hook 
hooks and boobies is pharaohs. <laughs> Spear through Orphis is Holocaust. And I said, okay. I mean, he's not wrong. Now and now I'll always remember because of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm really quickly going to run down the list of my I mean really quickly gonna run down the list of my uh honorable mentions real quick. Uh, and this is this is in no particular order. I did not order these. Uh, Jason X, Eden Lake, Jaws, but only because it got bumped off my original list. Sorry. <laughs> Vampires by John Carpenter, The Burning. Ooh. Ooh. The Shallows. The Hills Have Eyes, the original and or the remake. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Again, got bumped off. Thanks, Ashley. Uh, Wolf Creek 1 and 2, Piranha 3D, High Tension, Uncle Sam, Midsommar, and Brain Dead slash Dead Alive. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm a little upset that Shark and Saw and Women's Prison didn't make your list, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. It should have. Absolutely. Um, On to that. <laughs> uh, I'm now going to read off the list of the top 10 horror movies from uh, listeners, real quick. Uh, starting off with horror fan Ryan. He started off number, I'm going to go 10 to 1. Uh, Midsomar, 9, Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> I almost made Greg Mazzelli spit out his drink. Oh, thank God I was muted because I almost choked at that. <laughs> <laughs> Eight, Friday the 13th, part three. Seven, Tourist Trap. Six, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, Five, It Chapter One. Four, Sleepaway Camp. Three, Friday the 13th, part two. So he also had three and two. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, Number two, Return of the Living Dead. And number one, Jaws. I approve of that list. Absolutely. And Tourist Trap, damn it, that... I know. I thought about yes. putting that on there too. Um, and uh, the last list is from our good friend Mike, who's on the previous episode. Number ten, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Number nine, Evil Dead. So with with you and me, Greg. Uh, number eight, Wreck Three. Number seven, Eden Lake. Number six, Predator. So you know that's two lists, Ashley. That's two lists that it's on. Yeah, but <laughs> actually, Mike... he's smarter than both of us. We can't argue with. <laughs> yeah, and Mike didn't get a no immediately like you did. <laughs> I know <laughs> immediately no. <laughs> yep. uh, number five, evil to Kato, evil to Kato. I hope I'm saying that right. I, I, I don't know, I don't what know that, is. that movie. Me either. Uh, number four, House of a Thousand Corpses. Me. Number. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Jaws. Number two, Brain Dead slash Dead Alive. There it is. That's such a good movie. And number three, The Hills Have Eyes, the remake. Or no, not number three. Number one, The Hills Have Eyes, the remake. Sorry, hey. counting is hard. Yeah, you're not <laughs> really weird there for a minute. It's like five, three, four, one, five, or some shit like that. Look, I, English is my first language, is, is my second language. It's fine. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that's going to do it for us this episode, right, Ashley? Yep. Sweet. We're right at three hours. 
right at three hours. Keeping it short and brief. <laughs> oh, damn. Yes, I've already said it a hundred times. He said, we're going to the drive-in next weekend. <laughs> yes. Yep. Very jealous. Damn it. Not fair. Not <laughs> anyway, uh, Greg, thank you so much for being on and for, for joining us for this really weird list that we decided to do man i loved your picks uh where can the listeners follow you and your amazing podcast where where uh, throw out your plugs uh well greg bazelli on facebook i'm in the all of the the groups on there from land of the creeps screaming through the ages uh real talk phantom galaxy and then our page which is monsters and the mosh pit uh, on Twitter, Monsters in the Mosh Pit podcast or some shit like that. Just search Monsters in the Mosh Pit. You should find us. Uh, Slasher, same thing. Um, and then our podcast is called Monsters and the Mosh Pit podcast, where we review one movie and one full metal album. And uh, pretty much that's about it. Super stoked to be on here, man. I, I've, we've been talking about this for a little while and back and forth and like we had it planned and just man this has been a lot of fun yes talking to you guys you guys are you guys are like family same brother i I love you i love your podcast too man i that's such a sweet idea i wish i'd come up with it like (laughs) (laughs) well thank you i appreciate it yeah it really is a cool idea i just need you to create a shirt for me of your podcast that has the universal monsters in a pit so what's funny is you said this earlier and I didn't want to say that, but I'm literally designing a logo. If you if I had my sketchbook here, you could see that I'm literally designing a logo with the Universal Monsters in a mosh pit. Oh my uh, gosh, that's uh, awesome. I had sent a couple a couple different sketches over to the guys and we were trying to streamline it a little bit because trying to figure out like, do we want the monsters on stage and like a mosh pit, or, you know, the monsters mm-hmm. instruments or do we want the monsters in the mosh pit like throwing like the Kung Fu karate kicks like i always say yes um or yeah so there's a couple different sketches floating around already but yes it's it's in the works that's gonna be so cool <laughs> i will buy any merch you have with those things on it well i appreciate that you guys are the best and I, i've listened to all your episodes and I, I feel like i i you know part of the family now so i appreciate that you, you are, are officially yeah, one of my- us one of us Google gobble, Google gobble. <laughs> like we like we say in the pit, man. Elbows up, pick them up when they fall down, and back to the mosh pit. I love you got you have the coolest like sign off. I love that every damn time. I'm like, damn it. I get I get so jealous of your show, dude. Listeners, you, you guys have to check it out. Oh man, thank you. You're too kind. Uh Ashley, throw out your plugs. My plugs are my name is the same on everything except Facebook. <laughs> Barely Ashley on Twitter, on Instagram, on Letterboxd, on PlayStation Network, and now on Slasher. And if you join my Slasher and message me something like, what's up, honey? What's up, sweetie, babes, anything, I will block you immediately. Do not even try me. That is a problem on that app specifically. <laughs> um, and facebook he will link in the show notes because my last name's kind of weird and you're not going to be able to spell it that's eh, not that weird 
Um, but you can follow the podcast on Twitter at into monsters that's in the number two monsters you can follow me personally on twitter at raul versus monsters you can follow me on letterbox at into underscore monsters you can also visit our website uh at headlong into monsters.godaddysites.com you can also send us an email about how you feel about the show and how terrible our lists were or if you want to share your own <laughs> lists you can email it to headlong into monsters at gmail.com but as for us that's uh that's gonna do it for us. And I think uh Ashley, do you want to say what we're doing next time? Sure. So next time should be a Tim Burton overview with you and I and the Wolfman from HMP. Absolutely. And I'm so damn excited for this episode. He is one of my original podcasting heroes, along with Dr. Shock and Jay the Dead. Mm-hmm. I love this guy. I, I greatly value his opinions. We, we wanted to have this episode um, a while ago, and then we, we took our hiatus, but we're, we're finally going to be able to do it. I cannot be more excited. Holy damn. This has been, on, honestly, it's been like a lifelong goal. Like since I started podcasting and listening to pod, not, not even started podcasting, but listening to podcasts, um, it's been like a goal to just podcast with them. And originally, I wanted to be a guest on HMP. I'm not going to lie. But I was like, how can I be a guest on this podcast? But it took me forming my own podcast and getting him on to finally have this dream come true. So, you know, you got to make it happen, people. But finally, we're going to have Wolfman join us. And it's, man, I'm so so excited. My brain isn't even working. So listeners, that's going to be it. And uh, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode and join us once again as we dive headlong into monsters. Bye. Peace. really good about that too i was about it man afterwards i was gonna be like let me break my arm jerking myself off here that was great (laughs) aiming for a seven and you hit an 11 bro that was it was yeah Uh, good luck following it up now but yeah oh hello my son just walked into the room and is giving me with a hammer nice you want to say hi? Look, Daddy's recording. Want to say hi to Raul and Ashley? Hi. This is Silas. Say hi, that's a that's a sweet hammer. He's got a yep. hammer with Spider Man on it. That's the light of my life, right there, man. I feel that. I love that. Sure. Dude. He is, and now he's screaming up the stairs. Awesome. Oh, I think my son's about to walk into this room now. Also. Oh, see, we got inundated all of a sudden. Yeah, because yeah. my kid is back here huffing in the hallway and slamming doors. So she's quiet at least. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Poppy, what's up, man? What you up to? Being weird. We have to be able to say hi to him too.